black people need to stay away from Negro activities. Selling loose cigarettes is Negro activities. You think so? Yeah, that's a Negro activity. Got to stop it. Got to stop doing Negro activities. That's, I don't, I mean, we got to change our activities. Hacky sack, bro. Never will you be shot playing fucking sack. I, I got, you know, I have a hacky sack in my bag. Do you really? I have two of them. Oh, at all times? So because trouble I, breaks out, you just ne- have to start hacky sacking? I'll be left alone and if I'm like, playing hacky sack on, on my own. They go, dude, this dude is stalling. I think he's okay. Look at his stalls, man. No, no cop would be like, the fuck? Oh, he's hacky sacking. Hey, cops. How you doing, officers? Fucking sacking. All I ever wanted was a clamps casino beat to talk about oppression that's repressing my peeps. Riding around in that green hoopty with my uncle T and W.A. blasting. We're screaming, fuck the police, fuck them. Cause them give two shits about me. I mean, we, when I say Ferguson, they talk about me. Lil Brown, Mike Brown, shot down in Missouri. They keep us in Missouri and get a desk job when the car and the leave. They don't even take Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 202. How you doing, buddy? Um, on today's episode, okay. So, this is a, more of a discussion episode than a breakdown. I talked to my friend Godfrey. Uh, Godfrey is a comedian who lives in Los Angeles, excuse me, who lives in New York. And he was one of the reasons I moved to New York, too. We had a talk once on the way from stand-up New York to the comedy cellar. He was driving. And we were just talking about, you know, the amount of spots you can get in New York and how great it is for development and just basically breaking down. The more practice you get at something, the better you are at it. And, um, well, we had half a talk on the way to the comedy cellar. And then I realized I left my wallet at Stand Up New York and I had to just jump out of the car and go back up uptown. But um, anyway, he's a really funny comic. Best Nigerian accent in comedy. Uh, and we were going to talk about tea, because why not? He's a big tea drinker, and so am I. But I'm proud of myself, because the conversation devolved and started moving towards something else, and I went with it. Instead of sticking to this, to the tea idea like I had before, I do that a lot in the past. That's usually when I shit on myself. When I, good boy, good boy. Um... Benji left. I got his apartment now. So it's just me and this dog he saddled me with. It's like a rental dog. It's not bad. I get to like try out having a dog, but then it won't like overwhelm me. Plus, doggy door, so he goes out and shits himself. I'm never going to clean it out there. Benji's like, clean it like once every week or two. No, I won't be cleaning that at all. You're just going to have a yard full of dump. It's a girl, but... I call him boy because dogs, I mean, let's be honest, dogs are boys. So listen, so me and Godfrey started having this conversation about tea and it quickly moved into race. Are you, are you, are you, are um, why does he come running over here, touches my leg and then runs back to his bed? You know what Benji trains him to do? He yells at him to go to your bed. That's where he goes, go to your bed, go to your bed. That's his one trick. He's taught him one trick. Be boring. He gives him treats, too. He chucks treats into the fucking dog bed when he goes to his bed. He, he's, he's not a museum piece, bro. He's a dog. Teach him how to do a job. Hey, here you go. Hey, boy. 
Um, it's nice though having a dog. I don't have to walk it, but when I do feel like walking outside, great excuse. Take my shirt off, living in LA, 78 degrees, middle of West Hollywood. All the gays are like, oh, look who's got his shirt off. Someone with a six body. Actually, not for West Hollywood. For West Hollywood, I'm like, I like four body. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um, hey, it's, okay, so we talked about race. We talked about the problems in Ferguson and, um, and, um, and uh, I don't know, lots of other stuff. We just sort of discussed it. It was a nice discussion. It was a nice open discussion. The problem when you bring up race now is that even bringing it up, you run the risk of people turning on you to the point of, you know, getting you fired off some Hollywood job or having someone demand an apology. When all you've done is say, well, this is kind of how I'm feeling right now. Tell me why I'm wrong. And a, a lot of bloggers, especially the feminist bloggers, uh, liberal bloggers, but it's mostly feminists. Jezebel kind of leads the way on that. Um, they'll try to damn you for your thoughts. They'll try to say you can't think this way, and so we're going to try to get you banned from something. We're trying to get you punished. But your thoughts are your thoughts. Your thoughts are just how you feel. And Godfrey, in this podcast, does a really good job of explaining the difference between thoughts and actions. You know, thinking Mexicans are not equal to black people, let's say, um, you haven't done anything to anyone. You haven't accomplished any negatives it's just your thought so whether or not you keep that thought inside or whether or not you let it out to me it's there's no real difference um it's just your thought but when people are afraid to say those thoughts because of backlash then you don't really learn anything new you don't you don't you're not able to get someone to tell you oh no mexicans are not worse than black people black people are worse no 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 they're equal or everybody's their own person and then someone's like, what do you mean they're all person? But Mexicans aren't as good as black people. They're like, no, 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 but see, some people, some black people are worse than Mexicans. Some Mexicans are worse than black people. Some people are really smart. Some people are really dumb. Justice Sotomayor is a Latino woman. I'm guessing Mexican. And by the way, I say Mexican a lot. I mean Latino, obviously. But the reason I say Mexican a lot is because in SoCal, they're just Mexican. It's a gigantic Latino population, and it's 90% of that population is Mexican. So it's just, that's what you say. Uh, anyway, we had a really good discussion. He did a great job of explaining the difference between actions and, and, uh, and thoughts. So um, this is it. It's just on race. And as long as we're talking about race, here's a thought I have. Okay, quick edit. I went on this whole diatribe about how rap has failed black people in the wake of hey buddy hey buddy oh my god in the wake of ferguson and eric garner and how they're not rapping about it and it's a real fucking failure of them fucking they always talk about bragging about how they roll deep driving bentley's covering their bitches in ice but they haven't tackled the fucking subject of fucking cops murdering black people and the race divide. But, so I said, let me look and see if there's any songs about it. And then I'll use those songs um, for the intro and outro, you know, for the, for the music. And then I looked 
And there are plenty of songs about it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was incorrect. Rap is not being little bitches. They're being, uh, I mean, some of them anyway, are really tackling it. So I apologize to rap, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this edit in right now. Unlike Armenians, I know when I'm wrong. Um, so anyway, my special came out, you guys. Paid regular was on the air on Comedy Central. If you want to see it, if you missed it, it's on demand right now on Comedy Central. If you want, there's a shitload of extra features you can get by buying it for five bucks, especially if you're Canadian or Australian where they don't really get, um, well, they don't get Comedy Central. You didn't get it. So for five bucks, well, here's the deal. On, on demand, you get the 42-minute version of my special. If you buy it, you get the 72-minute version, 73 minutes, I think, something like that. So five bucks for an extra 30 minutes. And you get a like a seven, eight-minute feature of me giving a tour of the comedy store and what it's meant to me and like the different uh, places I've gone and different shit I've done in the, you know, maybe I dealt with where I punched Bobby Lee. But you know how I used to answer the phones and how I sleep by the phones. I just took a, a, an Ari Shafir tour of the comedy store. So that's on there. You also get a, a, a preview clip from uh, This Is Not Happening of, uh, of a revenge story that I have that we shot uncensored. And, um, and you get the Q&A, an 18, 20-minute thing we do sometimes at the comedy store. And they did it at the end of my special. Um, and people are saying that alone is worth the $5. Is it too echoey in here? God, Benji, you've really put nothing in this place. He left, by the way. Benji went to New York. I, I needled him and needled him and told him, like, dude, it's a fucking great opportunity. What are you doing? And he's like, you know what? Yeah. And he fucking left. We'll be back in two weeks, though, for some wedding. Wedding. Come on, man. You're going to fucking make your friends fly across country for your, for your love that's going to last for three years, three to six years. Stop that. You invite your friends. Hey, if you happen to be there, come on. Come over. It'll be a fun party. We need new weddings. We need a new way to celebrate. It ain't the fucking linens on the table garbage that your parents make you do. That's not the way people celebrate. Anyway, oh, I'm saying sidetracked. So my special's out right now. If you go to ariashafir.com, you go to the top, uh, you can buy it. Um, it'll take you to a link. You can also, for 10 bucks, you can get the audio version so you can listen to it in your cars. Um... As well as the, the, the video. And then if you go to my merch page, you can get special limited edition paid regular merch posters. Uh, I think there's 100 posters total. Some t-shirts. I think it was 50 of those total. Um, some bonus extra crazy uh, things. Somebody already bought, by the way. <laughs> go, to a, go to a sporting event with Ari Shafir. And you get the special. It's all bundles. So whatever. Go and get that stuff at your convenience. But definitely watch it. Definitely watch. I worked hard at it, and that material, it's all gone forever now. So if you ever want to see it, that's the only way you're going to be able to see it. Uh, and those of you who did see it and loved it and liked it, thanks, man. It means a lot. Everyone writing in, saying, fucking cool, or I like this bit, or I like that bit. Thank you. All my, uh, my Hong Kong friends, the Hong Kong comedy community, said they all watched it together, which was really nice. Smoked some shitty China weed. <laughs> it is shitty, but not as shitty as Australian weed. You should know that. It's punishable to traffic drugs in China 
It's punishable by death. And their weed is still better than Australia. Uh, they all walked together and they under, they got some of the, um, probably the only people who got the mainlanders line that I put in there. But uh, anyway, so thank you for everyone who watched it and fucking feedback and told your friends. Tell your friends to watch it. If you have it on DVR, invite your friends over to go watch it. Doesn't matter. I don't need the extra money. You can buy it if you want, but you don't. You don't have to. Just watch it. That's the most important thing. I'll be in Denver, uh, Super Bowl weekend, the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth of uh, of January, maybe thirty first too. Yeah, thirty first too. Me and Steve Simone. From remember this, he'll be featuring for me. So it'll be a fun trip. He does not need heavy handshakes. He doesn't smoke pot, but he does enjoy handshakes. So if you like him. Shake his hand and say how much you liked him or how much you liked Remember This. Uh, all right, you guys. Shall we start the episode? I think we shall. Oh, no, no, no. We shan't. We shan't. My storyteller show starts this Thursday night, everybody. I'm still continuing with this idea that the new day starts at 4 a.m. Old day ends at 3.59. New day starts at 4. So every Thursday night after at midnight, starting this week, this is not happening. Is going to be on. This week is me. I'm telling a story. Uh, Bobby Lee is telling a story. And Keegan-Michael Key. We're all telling stories. About drugs. That's the topic. Next week, Burke Kreischer, Ali Sadiq, and Paul Shear, And then it goes on from there. And that one's about battles. Uh, different episode opening every single week. So tune in. Set your DVRs for every Thursday night at 1230 after at midnight. Um... And get this going. More content for you guys. More fucking content. And I'll tell you what. I worked way harder on this than on my special. I mean, on my special, I worked harder because it was 15 years. But, like, the amount of producing and going over people's stories. Fuck. It sucks. It sucked. All my free... Oh, whatever. Okay, I'm complaining for nothing. People are jealous of that position. Um... All right, you guys, let's start the episode. On race. We're talking about race. Me and my black friend, Godfrey. Ari Shavir, Skeptic Tank, episode one, no, two, oh, two. On race with Godfrey. Here we go. Time to take a stand and save our future. Like we are Gasha, we are Gasha. Going up our eyes on and shoot us. Cause we are, we got, we are, we got. Seen the pictures, feel the pain, scandals how they murder son. Tired of them killing us. I'm on my way to Ferguson. Talk to Tip, I talk to Diddy. Then my brothers walking with me. Mothers crying, stop the rise. We ain't gotta chalk the city. I seen cold out there. Felt I should go out there. They left that boy four hours in the cold out there. They killing teens. They killing dreams. It's Yo, come on. We gotta stick together. We all we got. We when police got. taking shots and I ain't talking about Syrah. I'm talking about Emmett Till. I'm talking about Azel Ford. Yeah. Talking about Sean Bell. They never go to jail for nah. Trayvon over Skittles. Mike Brown, Cigarellos. Story keep repeating itself like the Biggie instrumentals. America's a glass house and my revenge is mental. Rather use my brain and throw a cocktail through a window. I got the keys to the city. Still we left in the cold. Hands in the sky. Still was left in the road. 
word Ribbon in the sky, Michael Brown, another soul Stole by the system, black men, we pay the toll The price is your life, Uncle Sam on a slice Black dress cold, now we looting in the night Now we throwing Molotovs in the solid cost Yeah, yeah, and we were talking about the but, but Yo, yeah, so I'm from, I'm from Chicago yeah. You know most segregated racially. Most segregated in the country. Still has. Boston's pretty bad too, but anyway, they're both. But, but there's a lot of segregated places. Yeah. Chicago, for some reason. You know what? Boston's more racist. I don't know about segregated, but it's more racist. But maybe it's more racist. They still keep holding on to that Irish, like, you know, that Irish fucking Anglo anger bullshit. Yeah. Um, even though they have a big black community in Boston. Yeah, you are still like fuck you. Stay I mean, over there. Boys to men are from Boston, which is are they really gangstar is too. You're a gangstar. <laughs> I barely remember G- them. Gangstar, the the rap group yeah. Guru. He's from Boston. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, like black people there. There's a black Patrice O'Neill was from Boston. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, there's a guy Drew Frazier who's a comic here. Been a comic forever. I didn't know he was from Boston. Black yeah. dude. Yeah, he does the urban shit, oh, but right. he warms up like TV shows and stuff. But he's from Boston. I didn't even know that. But Chicago, like, I, I, I mainly, my thing was always, I always, my main thing is black women. I love black women. Like, that's yeah. my thing. But people, and I'm telling you, the way I'm judged by the way I sound, black women always say, you, you date a lot of white women, don't you? Because I go, you're, because I'm articulate. Yeah. And I go, and it's so hilarious. Isn't it funny? <laughs> like, why? Like, why do I have to, yeah, why yeah, Boner have to react to my sense of education? Yeah, <laughs> like, what it, it's almost like an inferiority complex that black people in, in in like have, where they go, well, if he's articulate and smart, he can't date a black woman. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like self, it's they, self they, bias. Yeah, they've they've they're taking in their own inferiority complex. Yeah. As much as black, you're women, smart. We're all dumb, so you must be someone smart. Yeah, which is a white woman. Which, but which, like that ain't, and that's all white women aren't 16, smart. Sixteen, sixteen, and pregnant. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. There's and, a lot and, of dumb. Thank God for reality people. shows because it's racially we see how dumb everybody is. Yeah. Thank God for reality. That's the one thing about reality shows. Even though they're fucking superstars, which is yeah. annoying, but everybody's dumb equally. Yeah, White, pretty much black, anyone at MTV is a moron. Is a fucking moron. And here's the thing. I go black women, they'll be like, is, when I talk about my girlfriend now. Yeah. And she's like, she went to Rutgers, she's finance, she's private equity, she's a, a math genius. Really? What? So like, what but she's, she's black. Black. And yeah. you go, is she white? I go, no. Why would you think of what black woman yeah. can't be smart? Right. Yeah. And black women who are into their pride and respect and, you know, education, they still will be like, you date white women. I go, why can't I date a fucking educated black woman that doesn't like to speak horrible English? Yeah. Who's always correcting bad English. Yeah. They, they, it's fucking weird, you know? Oh, so uh, I was in, in Chicago. I went to University of Illinois. I went yeah. to college with Marina. Oh, really? Yeah. We went to U of I. She, oh, nice. together. She was a drama major and she was too main. I was pre-med psych. I could see her being a drama major. She was she was in theater, man. She was in theater. Oh, really? Yeah, man. She was she's an actress, man. She's trained. Oh. So I uh so she's doing that hair thing. That's probably where she learned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The combat. <laughs> the pulling shit, hair, right? yeah. <laughs> That's what acting classes always teach you. Like let the guy being controlled do the controller. Right. Like, he pushes you with, right. with the, right. the sleeve right. that you control. Yeah. She was actually trained. I remember the days when she was doing theater and shit. I would go see her little plays and shit. And we're both from Chicago and I was, it was always like, 
there was a black society and a white society in Chicago. Really? Chicago has a very strong, you know, has black Southern roots. It's Southern because, you know, from this, in the 40s, there was the big African-American migration from huh. the South to get jobs. They would all come Chicago, Detroit, Ohio, Cleveland. That's why there's a strong black community. Oh, really? In the mid- hell, hell yeah. Ohio. Cleveland. Tons Cle- of black people in Cleveland. What? Dayton. Dayton. It's a big black community and a lot of related people. Until they all moved up. That's from the 40s. Oh. And that's why a lot of my friends were from Mississippi, Kentucky, Alabama, and that's why when I first came to New York, I would say y'all a lot. I say y'all. I said a lot of. I said a lot that, of southern. That went through to Chicago. Yeah, I had a lot of southern dialect in me. I would uh-huh. before I got here, I would call you know like Chicago would be pop. You call shit pop. You know well, that you, yeah yeah. And there was a lot of southern shit that I said because I learned from my friends. But I'm Nigerian, so my parents aren't weren't even from this country. Oh right, were my you born par- here? I was born in Nebraska, Lincoln. Oh really? My father went to school, Dana College, because my father was a teacher. So my father studied, got his M- his master's in education. So he didn't grow up with the American racism. No, he yeah. was it was it was British colonized. My fa- right. parents were British educated. It's a whole different thing. British educated spoke the King's English. So you know what happens is your kids end up speaking proper. Right. It's not because I have all white friends. It's because you speak the King's English, and so my parents spoke everything just the way they pronounced things. The, it was a combination of an African accent plus a British way of speaking. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And like when my father would say, hey, get me a tumbler, that's a glass. In, in London, they say tumbler is a glass. If my father says, get something out of the trunk, he said, get it out of the boot. Right. The boot is in, in London, is the boot is the trunk. Right. And my father would say, get me a biro. A biro is But a you pet. know not to say that, though. What? You know not to say those things right. don't, no one understands because, you. Right. right. Yeah. Because I'm in America. So. Right. It was one of those things. So all that equals articulation. Like, my brother speaks proper. My sister speak, pe- speaks properly. Yeah. Did you have black friends or white friends growing up? I had a whole bunch. Everything. Okay. My, first of all, I went to a Future. Jewish elementary school. What? Uh, um, Edgewater. I write something about that. Edgewater. No way. That should have been allowed. What? Because my teacher. <laughs> yeah. Was, his name was David. And I remember he's a, but you know, you're little. You're fucking three years old. And I would be like, wow, you have the same hair as me. I used to grab his afro. Oh. He had a Jewish afro. And I, I see the pictures, like my pictures, and he was a Jewish guy with this a Jew afro. And I would grab his hair. I go, we got the same hair. I remember, you know, and Edgewater is a Jewish area in Chicago. Wow. I didn't know. I remember we were we used to watch this show called um, The Magic Door, and then every time the guy came out, he would go shalom, and then the fucking Hebrew shit would come on, <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. We just would be like, we would sing the songs, yeah, and then we'd sounds. sing some Jewish songs. We didn't fucking know. We'd eaten we're eating manischewitz and shit like that, because you know I worked in a grocery store in Edgewater, so you just had to learn the so lingo. I, but I would I would stock manischewitz products all the time, and. And I didn't. I really didn't know how to pronounce it until this old Jewish man had me pronounce it correctly. Manischewitz, I was like, what were you saying? I, was like I would say because I could pronounce it. I was like, Manish. Is this Manischewitz? He goes like this: Manischewitz. It's Manischewitz. Yeah, like, but there's no V in there, <laughs> right? And my father, we drank Morgan Morgan David. Oh, really? Yeah, wine. Yeah, I remember. We that. had Jewish wines in our house. I because you sold it. Because we had it in the store, and my right, father right, right. loved it. So it was like... You know, it's all that port wine. It's like desserty. <laughs> so sweet. It's so sweet. God. And 
so I had a lot of Jewish friends and I had a lot of, see, Chicago has the most Polish people outside of Warsaw. That's the only time I've ever heard Polish, like, I, there was, remember, remember, um, what was that club outside in, like, Orland Park? Which one are you talking about? Oh, oh you're talking about Riddles. Comedy club? Oh, J.K. Riddles. Yeah. J.K. Riddles, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the guy who ran or took over from his uncle or whatever, yeah. he was like, no fucking Polak state and my sister. And it was like, yeah. what? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're all white. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. It's the only time. Only yeah. Chicago's races against Chicago's whites. Chicago's is races against whites. Polak, you fucking mick. You yeah. fucking dude, you wop. <laughs> the, the Italians in Bridgeport that live by the White Sox Park. That's crazy. Here it is. White Sox Park on the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Italians in Bridgeport, right across are the projects. Black, the gangster disciples, black kids. If black kids come across, they get their asses beat by the Italians who are wearing Michael Jordan jerseys. Oh. Get the fuck out of here, you niggas, but they're wearing Michael Jordan jerseys. <laughs> but, but the most famous people come out of Chicago that are black, like Oprah Winfrey, they all Barack Obama, Michael Jordan. Mr. Cub is Ernie Banks. Yeah, Ernie Banks, Sammy Sosa, Kanye West. It's like, they're like worldwide fucking superstars. Oh, yeah, Kanye West is Chicago. Common? I know yeah. them all. Yeah, but that's what Bill Russell said about Boston. It was like, it yeah. was like you can you be here and sit at our restaurants while you're playing. Right. You know, and when you retire, you can't read at these restaurants anymore. Yeah. You know? That, that, th- like, we'll accept you. You're sure you're famous and you're from here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But only if you're famous. Chicago was discovered by a black man. Really? Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable, a French black man. Yeah. And it was called, before Chicago turned, it was Iskagao. It was Iskagao, which was a Native American name. For oh, Chicago. that's where they got Chicago from? It was Iskagao, yeah. Iskagao. And he, 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 he discovered it. And then he sold it, like he went off and sold it like a crackhead for cheap. Yeah. Fucking broke out. And then it's, and, and it was, it's just a very, it's a gangster city. It's a very gangster city. It's always been mafia run, right? Capone left New York. One of York. the most crooked. Capone left New York to come to Chicago to do his shit. Because it's a 20- more fertile environment for Fuck that kind yeah. of behavior. Windy like City. The- Windy City doesn't mean the wind. What does it mean? Politics. Windy City, a bunch of blowhards. What? That's what it means. Because no New way, York really? is technically windier than Chicago. Really? Yes. That's what Windy City comes yes. from? Yes. It's the Windy City. And people, we're known for our hawk, that wind. It's from the politics. Well, I mean, it is cold. it's colder there than here. It's cold as fuck. It's that, it's that Canadian shit. But we are known wow. for our politics and how corrupt it is. That's why I, when Barack... Yeah, Blagovich, that guy, it's still happening, right? Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Fucking Paul, you give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, look at Jesse Jackson's son is in a, is in oh, a yeah. sane asylum. He was trying to sell the seat. He was trying. Jesse Jackson is a Chicago politician. Jesse Jackson started Operation Push in Chicago. My uncle was his podiatrist. What's Operation Push? Operation Push is his headquarters for oh. equal for equality. Like Al Sharpton, he did the same thing. He had Operation Push was he started in the seventies. Was like where black people come get together and fucking you know. Changed the fucking Jesse Jackson's full of shit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Jesse, that shit was huge, man. That shit was big time. Like Jesse Jackson and my uncle, who is in Nigeria, who got kicked out of America for tax evasion. My uncle was loaded because he had he was a podiatrist. He uh, was Jesse's fucking podiatrist. That's how we, you know, Jesse Chicago. Oh wow. Yeah, my uncle had offices all around Chicago, dude. That's cool. Yeah, Chicago is notorious for its. We had our, our Mayor Daly. Yeah, I remember him. His father. He was all crooked? Man, Mayor Daly. We had Richard Daly. His father, John. 
Yeah. Was no was a known gangster and not ran the golfer Chicago. John Daly. He ran Chicago. Wow. He was a gang. Listen, man, Chicago is a gangster city. Like the Gangster Disciples is a black gang. Yeah. Which started in the fifties, but it was meant to empower black people. But the the government infiltrated and tried to change it into like like a like gang. Yeah, yeah. They they fucked it all up. And government always does that shit. Where they're yeah, like, we're gonna we're gonna label you as something different now. Yeah. So they labeled it, and, and then they went with that, and then they became corrupt and all this. They other do that shit. whenever they kill anybody by drone in like Yemen or some shit that we're not even at war with. They're yeah. like, it's militants. So like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a gun in his own country. <laughs> yeah. what, what does that mean? Yeah, Militant. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just yeah, putting yeah. a label on. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? But you know what's fu- what's funny is 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 that being such a segregated city? Yeah, those cities breed the best comics, man. Oh, God yeah. damn it, Tons Philly, Boston, Philly, Tons. Boston, uh, Baltimore. I mean, just tough, tough racial, racially tense cities. Yeah, the best comics come out of those fucking cities, man. Honestly, like you look at, we can count all the guys that come out of Boston, count all the guys that come out of the Maryland area, the D.C. area, count all the people that come out of Chicago. D.C. was like Chappelle. Chappelle, Wanda Sykes, Wanda Tommy Sykes, Davidson. Yeah. We can keep going. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And so that, that, that thing you were talking about, about how it's like almost like New York is almost a utopia. It's almost what we want the world to be. Like where it people really don't judge, people don't even see it. They but people, see the but race. people don't judge. But we still talk about each other. But it's in jest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what makes it good. That's why I even talk about it on stage. I go, I don't want racism to go away yeah. because it's good for comedy. Well, it's also culture. It's you can't just take ra- away culture. Exactly. From it. like black music. Like, what's well, black music? White people can do this or listen to it. I was like, yes, of course they can. It can't, but it's black it's music. It's black music. Yeah. And the fact that we label it black music, it's really white people's fault because you guys started to segregate all kind of shit. Yeah. You didn't even <laughs> let black. You didn't it was even, just music before. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's for blacks. Right. And then you stole it. Yeah. And then you don't even let black people get on their own album covers because black artists couldn't be on their own album covers. Why? Oh, because it, you, they didn't want. They said no nigger should be on the album cover because I won't buy it. Oh yeah, but they want to listen to it, so they'll put a white woman. Like James Brown has an album where there's a white woman on it smoking a cigarette, and it says "Please, please." You remember that famous song? Please, please. He couldn't be on the f- fucking really? album cover. Yeah, That's whites hilarious. did not want. You can look that shit up. I'm looking up right now. Whites did not want black people on their album covers. I can tell you something else about stand up comedy too. What? Okay, there, there, there's a book called Laughing, Lying, and Signifying. It's called On the Real Side, The History of African-American Humor from Slavery to Richard Pryor. Yeah. And, it, and then it re- revised it from Slavery to Chris Rock. And they talk about um, how black comedians back in the vaudeville days in New York City in the early 1900s, you know, we, we, we couldn't stand alone and talk to a white audience and face them illegal it was illegal you had to be in a dialogue and be in blackface you had black to. people had to put on blackface damn right you had to put on blackface just to clown yourself you had to put on blackface, blackface. it was all white it was no it was cork. cork you had to put cork on your face with white lips like al jolson and those guys yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. eddie Cantor. they fucking wore blackface and and they had to talk in dialogue if you turned around and tried to do solo, they would be like, nigga, turn your ass around. You don't fucking talk to us. Who the fuck are you? What do you think? You can talk to us? Yeah. Wow. 
And Timmy Rogers was the first African-American to say, fuck you. I'm going to wear a suit. I'm not wearing blackface and I'm going to talk to you straight. And Gregory Dick Gregory was another guy who was like he sat on a chair and he fucking talked about white people in politics. He was what these guys were the groundbreakers to breaking that stereotype. Wow. And then came like the Cosby's. Then there's George Kirby. I know my shit, man. Then there's George Kirby. These guys were like really fucking African American comics who really changed the game. Red Fox. Oh yeah. And Red all Fox. these guys. But there was a circuit called Toba. It was a black circuit that used to travel around the country in the early 1900s. They would perform, but they couldn't eat at these places. They had to get the fuck out of town. Oh, they couldn't even get the free meal. They come nah, with, with perform. Step and fetch it, moms, man. All these all Step these, and fetch it. Step and yeah. fetch it. All these guys, Mantan Moreland, Willie Best, they all traveled. Dude, I was when I read this book, I was tearing up because I think it's irresponsible as black as I'm just say black comedians. I I'm just saying it for this to yeah. sake of this conversation. Black comedians when they get on stage and they do that fucking cooning shit. I go, dude. Yeah. You you got people that sweat and died just to be able to, to be not dignified have to, do that. to not have to do it. There's a lot of black comics who coon. Yeah, you know, and it's to me, it's yeah, like, and and I don't I don't know what yeah. the word is for like when when women people do it and Latinos do it, but it's like they're all cooning. Cooning. They're it's all the, just like it's the it's the it's the um, it's the fear of. You're it's just giving me this black stereotype. That's all you're doing. You're going, whoa, Jesus, yeah. master. It's yeah. like pretty much doing that, just an updated version of it. We use the word nigga, and it doesn't even match them. I yeah. go, I go. You're not. You're Cat, adding you're, that in. You're not Cat Williams. Cat Williams does it where it's Nig- like, yeah, yeah. When Cat Williams does it, yeah. it's part of him. It's so yeah. like not even. I don't even think about it, right? Because he's. He's really They're smart. They're adding in it to try to say what will white people like about me or what will a crowd Ex- like about me. Fuck it must that. Be this. And me, I'm not. I'm the dude that I've always been the opposite. I'm like, I'm okay being smart. It's okay. I don't give a fuck if you're on. Uncom- I don't. It's such a it's such bullshit. I'm like, the way my father raised me. You yeah, know. Yeah. If people met my dad, my girlfriend met my dad. She goes, Oh, I see where the fuck you get that shit from. My father was very dignified, right. very dignified. You know, blue collar guy. It's embarrassing, very, and it's shitty comedy. You, you, th- thank you, thank you. You know, and it's I mean? like you don't have to. You know, what I see here in L.A. Mm. is more than New York. I mean, in New York, more than oh, L.A. Mm. In L.A., there's more of a separate black comedy scene and white comedy scene. Oh, yeah. And you have a few people like Ian Edwards who are like in the, who's in the white comedy scene. He's yeah. just a comic who's black. He's just a comic. That's it. Um, but mostly, yeah. it's just like, I, those guys I don't even know. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And they're around. I just don't even have ever heard of them. But yeah. here, it's like we have like Mike Yard and you and, yeah, yeah. and Greer. Yeah. Greer and, like, and all these people. Just Robinson. And in, yeah, exactly. They're just in the scene. They're just comics. It doesn't matter. And that's what I'd way rather see. All that fucking. Do, but you, you know what? I remember when the black, because I used to do both circuits. Yeah. It was seamless. I could go back and forth. Bernie Mac always told me that. He goes, that's the one thing I like about you, Godfrey. He always goes, he's like, Godfrey, you're versatile. Yeah. You can go from here. Because I would go on the south side of Chicago, do Bernie Mac's room, and then I'd do, there was a, a, a club called The Funny Firm yeah. we had in Chicago, downtown. The Funny Firm, and it was mainstream. I didn't even change my jokes, man. Yeah. Like, but with the black circuit, though, you can be a little more oomph with it. Yeah, yeah, but it was tougher the, with it. But it was the same jokes. Kim Whitley and Buddy Lewis put me up at their black room. Yeah, yo, oh, Buddy. In LA, Kim yeah, and it was nicest. like, I, and I had to figure out, it was like, I would try to be like, say everything, yeah, and shit, motherfucker. And, and, and people just look at me like, what are you doing? You don't have to, be yourself. Yeah, I thought they were mad at me because I was white, but then it was like, no, it's because you're faking it. That's you're why they're faking mad at you. it, and you're in your own mind going, this will probably, and it's like when, white, when black comics that aren't used to doing mainstream, 
They do that nigga this, nigga that. Yeah. And a lot of those dudes, and I'm not calling out any names, are on TV shows. Yeah. They're on TV shows, and they're giving, can I say, white people what they want? They want to hear that black cadence that, that, that I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to earn my laughs from whites going, oh, he's doing black stuff. Let me laugh just to feel comfortable. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm earning my shit by relating to you evenly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, is that your only thing? Like, okay, f- okay, fine, you're black. Or gay people too. Gay people are worse. Like, yeah. fine, you're gay. You don't get stuck in traffic? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. You, right. You, you've never been stuck in the rain with right. an umbrella. You Thank can't write you. bits about that. Yeah. It has yeah. to be through your race it's, or it's sexuality. Silly. It's silly. And, 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 and I don't mind having stuff about being black. Of course. All of it. All of it. I, I, There's I'm nothing all- that doesn't relate to your blackness. Listen, your listen. Your alarm clock going off early. That's... That's a that's. <laughs> it's so true. You got to be man. a human being. Yeah, it's okay because I listen. I love racial shit. Racial shit is, I listen. Fuck the bullshit. Yeah, it should always be on your plate if you have some good shit. Yeah, but if I'm doing racial shit, I'm trying to prove. I'm trying to. I'm trying to come at an angle where people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just to say, let me do black and white shit because I'm black and you're white, and let me just do it. Yeah, no. I'm doing it because I'm really trying to. A lot of black comics are just doing impressions of other famous black comics. They're doing like Chappelle stuff, exactly. prior stuff. Prior like, stuff. Let me just repackage it. And you notice it, right? Yeah. And you're like, I-, I can't tell you exactly where I've heard this, uh-huh. but I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and no premise is, 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 has been, no premise is super new. I know, but, but when I've heard it so much, when I've heard it so much, I it's know. like, enough, man. But it's your angle at which you come at it. Yeah. And that, my thing is, is what's my angle? Because I don't. Get mad if a, a, a guy's doing an airplane joke. You should be able to do an airline joke. You were always on them. We're yeah. always on airlines. We're of course. On. So if someone says, oh, you're just doing airplane. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm doing an airplane joke. A lot of New York comics will talk about coffee shops. Yeah. Because they all go here to write. Right. You know? So there's nothing wrong with it. There's only so many premises that you're not. Everybody talks about the same kind of it's premises. Their experience. It's the angle at which you come at it. And that's why my point is, and yeah, I love to go on tangents. That's okay. When it's you sure say it's all like, about tangents. The, the reacts reaction to an interracial couple or whatever where it here in new york it's almost like it's a twitch like it's like oh okay what do you mean i mean oh, right exactly you're, you're like, not you see like, a little bit you're like what's but oh, in chicago whatever. it'd be like what are we gonna do about this huh. <laughs> oh what the fuck is this and 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 listen and i was always afraid of being around a white woman in chicago Why? because i mean because the black black culture in chicago is very strong it's like yo you're black you need to be with a black woman what the fuck are you doing dude and there's a there's a big black bourgeois society in chicago you ever heard of that you ever heard of jack and jill no okay let me tell you what jack and jill is what is that my girlfriend my ex-girlfriend was in jack and jill it's sort of like a black bourgeois like a bourgeois society where it's like back in the day, if you weren't light enough, you weren't invited. There was the brown, oh, really? the paper brown. There was a brown paper bag test. If you were darker than, the, if you were darker than, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you want to look it up online? <laughs> yeah. Look out! Look at the brown paper bag test. Brown paper bag. Yeah, it's test. a brown paper this. bag test in black society. Oh if you were darker than that, you could not join the join the um club. And there's the blue vein society. What's you have that? to be. You have to be light skinned where your veins. You have to be able to see, see your veins. Yeah, you, you should be able to see your blue vein. Yeah. Paper bag party. <laughs> Paper bag parties are African American. Yeah. Social events at which only individuals with complexions at least as light as the color of a brown paper bag were admitted. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I wouldn't get in none of the clubs. <laughs> I'd be serving, maybe serving drinks and shit. 
Yeah. That's crazy how black became like, well, it's so ingrained that it became like, look, we're slave, we're beautiful black people, but I mean, only to a degree. But, but, but do you, you blame, be, but do you, see, here's what I, here's All that bluest I, eye stuff. But, but here's where I understand, you, you read that book? The Blue Side? Tony Morrison? Fuck yeah. Ah, shit. It's a beautiful book. Blue is, uh, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But Tony Morrison's brilliant, by the way. But here's the thing. You can't blame black people for being that way because you were treated like shit when you were dark. Right, right, So right. you tried your best to pass. Can you blame? Did, and so, we'll try not to be, and then you make the, the idea is like, well, now if I do become less dark, that's a good thing. Right. And after two, three generations of that, then it's like. Well, it's a good thing. The closer to white. Yeah, then you don't even think about why. You're just like... I, I, it's like when Jews would change their names when they got to Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck oh, yeah. that. I'm Johnson, goddammit. I'm not Johnson with, you know, whatever, we didn't, whatever. We didn't... We, didn't uh, we weren't mean to each other, to the Dan Natterman type Jews who looked all Jewy and sounded <laughs> Jewy. We weren't like, well, you're not part of our study. Right. But the ones who weren't, once right. you didn't look Jewy, you're like, oh man, you got lucky. You got lucky, right? Yeah, because you weren't trying to get shit on and beat up and and, sh- and spit on, right? You're trying to fit in. Yeah. So exactly. that I can understand, but in this day and age, right now, but it's you know, it's it, it's still a big deal, man. I think I think Hollywood is still in the four fucking thirties, man. Hollywood I think is still so. in the thirties. I think it's that's one of the worse. reasons that Ferguson is is having an issue right now. It's all yeah. that stuff because yeah. if people are like uh, they're mean to black people. It's like we've been taught. Through Hollywood or whatever, yep. that black people can and will kill you. you right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's almost like, yeah, yeah, they do fuck with black people way too much, but yeah. on some level, it's like yeah. they really think that's a dangerous loaded gun. Yeah. That man is a loaded gun. Yeah. And you're like, that's just not true. It's not true at all. I'll kick Michael Che's ass. Right. <laughs> I'll beat Everyone senseless. will beat the fuck out of Michael Che, goddamn <laughs> mellow ass. And, and you know, and it's funny. And I asked the I think audience. That might be one of his jokes, actually. Fuck, Michael's well, great. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I was asking the audience one time, uh, not too long ago. I was like, "Hey guys, check this out. You ever get around black people? Have you ever seen like? Have you been in the streets and seen all these black people actually just minding their business? Isn't uh-huh. that amazing? Have you seen us come at you, just fucking beating the fuck out of you, stabbing you? To- just watch black people for like a day. This is your social studies um, homework. Every once in a while, just meaning ninety nine percent of the right, time, just watch them. Shit. Oh my god, they're they're just walking home. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's fucking amazing. We just fucking mind our business most of the goddamn time. It's you guys who keep fucking minding our business. That 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 one was the worst. <laughs> the fucking Lucy <laughs> cigarettes. Eric it Garner. wasn't that disgusting. Especially when you see the videos. Like first of all, they're like, well, it's illegal. Like one, it shouldn't be illegal. And right. If you're a cop, at worst, yeah. As you're going, I'm like, hey, man, get out of here. Don't sell that shit here. You know Yeah, yeah. That's all you got to do is, yo, take that shit down the street. You don't surround him with three people. The fact that he was, you know what made me mad was he just, he was a big fucking black dude. And he, and that guy felt, I could fucking take him. He was green mile. I could fucking take him. And he took him down like some MMA shit. Like, I could fucking take this heavyweight. He was a big black dude. And I'm, I'm trying to, trying to like. I'm trying to start this thing where I'm trying to have like certain like safety precautions, a survival kind of thing. Yeah, that was kind of I'm black people need to stay away from Negro activities. Selling loose cigarettes is Negro activities. You think so? Yeah, that's a Negro activity. Got to stop it. Got to stop doing Negro activities. That's I don't. I mean, we got to change our activities. Hacky sack, bro. Never will you be shot playing fucking sack. I, I got, you know, I have a hacky sack in my bag. Do you really? I have two of them. Oh, at all times. So because trouble I, breaks out, you just ne- have to start hacking. I'll, I'll be left alone. And we like, hacky hold sack on, on my own. They go, dude, this dude is stalling. I think he's okay. Look at his stalls, man. No, no cop would be like, the fuck. Oh, he's hacky sacking. Hey, cops, how you doing, officers? Fucking sacking. If I have a basketball in my hand, mm, trouble. 
Because usually basketball yeah, court, what, drug dealers. Well, you know how to skateboard in places, and, and skateboarders are there also, and cops and security guards. Well, let's see, cops, security yeah. guards are asked, but they're private. Mm. But cops will like harass them, but it's never violence. It's never violence. It's like, hey, get the fuck out of it. They might right. take their skateboard and smash it. That's smash the worst it. violence they're going right. to do. That's what brothers Not need to get on human. skateboards. Get on fucking skateboard. Skateboarding, um, like carry around yoga mats. I, do, I got that yoga mats. Yo-yos. I drive a Fiat. Do you really? Oh man, you never get fucked with. Maybe if my light is out, but I never. They always go. He's got to be safe. He's in a fucking Fiat. My friend told me this, and she explained it to me, Dayton, like a Dayton. You pretty much right. Um, well educated, mm-hmm. articulate, mm. happens to be black man, right? And uh, she goes, he would say, like you know, cops fuck with us. And she's like, no, like most white people, we just don't understand. We just don't understand. Understand, right? We just don't. No, no, we have the justice system. It, right. it works a certain right. way. I'm sure there's <laughs> outliers here, or there. But he said they're just passing a cop. He goes, oh, he's gonna pull me over. She's like, what do you mean? We're driving under the speed limit in our lane. Like she goes, I say he caught my eye. <laughs> it's just, it's gonna happen. She it's goes, true. Get out of your mind, no way. And she. Sure enough, turns around, turns the lights on. Yeah. She goes, uh, he goes, like, do you know why I pulled you over? He goes, no, officer. Uh, he goes, your light's out. He goes, no, it's not, officer. And he goes, don't fuck with me. And then she's like, yeah, it's just like that, the she's level. Amazed. And she goes, here's the deal. Resisting arrest is just pulling your hand back. I go, hey, wait, what, what, am I, what right. have I done That's wrong? That's resisting away. Arrest, and yeah. after 10 times of you getting pushed around, yeah. go, let's go with me. Like, no, 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 I'm late to this movie. What? I, yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Just pulling yeah. away, and it's like resist like, that same yeah. label that we were talking about. Yeah, Mil- just saying he resisted arrest. Yeah. that sounds like you punched a cop. Yeah, but it's yeah. not. I mean, no. you just pulled your hand back. So That's all you did. Explain to me before you put. Yeah, before you steal my As freedom. A human being. Yeah, it's really called just us system. <laughs> it's a just us system yeah you know and and that's a famous um line that richard pryor and, uh, just and us system just us he's like and that's what you say just us he go you call it just us system it's just us richard pryor and i have this thing on my um i put this on my instagram yeah this this prior thing you ever heard of watch stacks no watch stacks is the black version of uh is the black version of woodstock it's in la in the 70s right and it's all these black, you know, artists singing, yeah. and, and of course Jesse Jackson's there, and he's he's hosting yeah. it. And it's a, it's a shitty documentary. Is that the Watts Towers? Is that where that's from? No, it's from just the Watts Watts, the city of Watts. Yeah, and they had a big concert with all these famous black artists. And in between, it's fucking phenomenal. Richard Pryor's telling jokes no at way, a bar. Yeah. He's sitting there telling jokes to these people at a bar. He's funny as shit. And I and I have it on my phone. The the um the image on my phone, and I put it on my Instagram about police brutality. Really? Yeah, it's about police brutality. Why? YouTube? Yeah, it's on. It's on, it's it might be on YouTube, but, but I it's have on your it Instagram right here. Let's hear it. Let's see if we can hear it. If it's loud enough. Okay. There's Paul Mooney. Mooney. Oh shit! Wait. Oh sorry. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Times in the chest. <laughs> well, my gun fell and just went crazy. <laughs> See, watch. Let me try. Let's try it again. Let's do it one more time. Right, here we go. Okay. Instagram. Fucking Instagram. Instagram. God damn it. They shoot more niggas out here than any place in the world. Every time you pick a paper, nigga accidentally shot an ass. <laughs> How do you accidentally shoot a nigga six times in the chest? <laughs> well, my gun fell and just went crazy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Richard Pryor, and you remember in his most famous concert, um, live in concert, the 1979 concert? Yeah. Where he goes, um, when he that was like when he got in trouble because he, he went off and shot his house up. 
Oh, right. Yeah, and he was like, oh, man, he goes, I don't want to see no more police again in my house, you know, while, because of shooting my car. Because because he goes, because cops got guns, too, and they don't kill cars. They kill niggas. <laughs> Have you heard that line? Uh-uh. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, you ever, you ever, you know, um, police got this chokehold that they put on you. It's called, you know, it's called break a nigga. You ever heard of that? And then he goes, you know, white people are like, no, I've never heard it. And he goes, yeah, it's like two cops take a nigga's body and break it. And they go, oh shit, he broke. Can you break a nigga? Yeah, it says right here, you can break a nigga. Let's go. You haven't seen that shit? It's amazing. He's talking about that shit in the seventies, man. And he has another one in one of his albums where he goes, you ever, you ever be on a date, right? And then the cop stops you, and all of a sudden the cop's like, get out of the car, motherfucker, get out of the car. And he starts searching you, grabbing your balls and shit. He said, what motherfucker feels like a man after that shit? Right. He goes, yo. And then he goes, hey, you still want to go to the movies? Nah, bitch. Let's just take yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah. Let's just go home. You got to hear that shit, man. He's been talking about that shit, man. Wow. And it hasn't changed at all. And it hasn't changed one fucking bit. That's why I believe all these rappers are very irresponsible, because no one's rapping about any of that shit. No one's rapping about we it. We had to bring out NWA's Fuck the Police to play that over again. Yeah, it's all brag rap now. And 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 it's like yeah. talk about how your rhymes are great and how you're richer than everybody else. Even, and it's the like, rhymes guys, aren't even great though. Yeah. I mean yeah. But it's like guys, there's shit going on. Right. And that's, they're not talking about that's it. That's your that's your that's your job. No one's talking about it. I thought it'd be like the new sixties, man, where everybody this you should have a bunch of songs coming out. Since Ferguson happened to yeah. right now, to right now should be a flood of songs. A like, flood I of songs from every genre, uh-huh. from every genre. There should be ir- it's irresponsible on all fucking artists. No one's talking about anything. It's tough. I try working. I write on stage a lot. Yeah, no, you like almost me. all. You like me? Okay. I, I put the idea down, bullet points. Yeah, and, then I go. and now when I yeah bullet points. Yeah. Now when I'm talking about blowjobs, mm. I can work it on a stage and I might get a couple chuckles mm. and the parts that aren't good. The beginning mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. eh, whatever. Yeah. And it's like eh, whatever. In six mm. months, it'll be really good. Right. But man, I try talking about Ferguson and, and stuff, and it's just like this polarizing. And it's like, dude, to, I gotta have punchlines written. Find it. Yeah, you gotta find. That's the punchline. problem, though. It's but, so when it's not good, a blowjob joke is like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When it's not good, a race joke is like, well, dude, fuck you. Well, a race joke is usually blocked. A good race joke is blocked by white guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So they even hear race, like, oh, a guy, black, 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 a black audience will literally go, yeah, man, talk about that shit. Oh, really? Oh my god, because there's nothing. What are you gonna offend us with? Right. We're already we're we're like the we're like the black chess pieces. We're always we're well, who makes the first move in chess? Black. Where are the def- Is that true? I don't know. I think it's the white, white? It's defense. We're always on the defense. Oh right, okay. The black the black pieces. Yeah. It's 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 true. Yeah, all we're, that shit about why is the black jelly bean taste the worst. That's all right, come on. Right, I'm exactly. that I stuff. love that. Yeah. It just happens why is the, the black ball in first? pool, the black ball, the white ball hits the eight ball in. Oh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of symbolism, but Honestly, which, I'm going to get into that later, but honestly, it's like black audiences are never offended. It's never unless, offended. unless you just never go, offended. I hate niggers, coons, unless you just did yeah. that, but we're never offended. That's what's yeah, beautiful. like you're doing it bad, but they're not offended. But Bill Burr, oh my. Bill Burr would do black shows. Yeah, I want to start doing more black rooms. Where can I do black rooms? I well, should well, start ask, doing all that. All you do is ask, ask Mike Yard. Really? Fuck yeah! Ask Mike Yard. Ask Will Sylvans. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just, to, just, to, to just in Manhattan when they bit. have like an urban. Do, do, um, sure. Um, do, See, um, what's his name? Um, um, Cipher Sound. Cipher Sound. Yeah. Cipher. Just ask him. Hey, man, I want to do more, dude, and, and do them in Manhattan. Listen, you watch when you do your jokes. Watch the fucking difference. Yeah. Because one thing about black audiences, they like it when you're yourself. Right. 
just well, that's what I did eventually discover in those Kim Whitley rooms. It's like be if I'm just yourself. me, they're like, hey man, how are you? Welcome, be, nice to meet be you. Be yourself. Yeah. Then when you're and, and don't be a, like Gary Owens. He's like a patronizing white guy. My you don't think wife, that's really just him? My wife. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really don't know. I've no, I My wife is black. Okay, we get it. But oh, does right. Bill Burr do that all the time? No, Bill Burr does. is just Bill Burr, and he'll just talk about race because he and David Tell. David Tell. We'll do black shit. He's done black room and destroy. Even when he's talking about race in relation to his wife, Bill Burr doesn't mention his his black wife. I heard him say this thing about when he does this bit about bad drivers. He goes to see if they're older Asian. Yeah, you know, my wife's like, I don't like that. that's racist. He goes, but look at the numbers though. Look yeah. at the numbers. <laughs> but he never mentions my black wife. But says see this. how dope. You yeah. see how dope he is. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's not, nothing to do with the argument. And, and this is this this is the myth of 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 homogenous uh, audiences. Oh, black audiences are difficult. Not really. They're not difficult. They're really not that you don't hard. Kill, you cannot kill as hard as you can in a black group. Right, right. Because black... And you can't bomb as hard either. And first of all, here's the only problem with black audiences what? as black comics. You don't learn segues. You don't learn to think about your shit because you're so like, I just got to make them laugh. Got to make them oh, laugh. Right, right, right. Unless you're super famous, then they listen to you and sit back. But black... This is one thing about black rooms. Like when I used to do the real heavy black rooms, it gives you confidence. Yeah. Like like Jay Okerson is from Urban Black Rooms. rooms That's yeah. why he can close. He don't cry about who's closing. He just sits there and go, who's next? Oh, I'm next. Yeah. That's where he got that from. Kurt Metzger was a black room guy. Yeah. That's why Kurt Metzger don't give a fuck. And he's twit. You, just, you know, you see how twisted he is. Yeah. But it helps your confidence. Yeah. That's the good thing oh, about yeah, it. exactly. But as far as segues and really putting piecing shit together, it's not good for that. Um, but when you come to mainstream... You can actually breathe, drink some water. Silence doesn't mean you're bombing. Easy. Exactly. Silence doesn't mean in black rooms be like, yo, that motherfucker's bombing, yo. Get to your shit, yo. <laughs> they start talking. You're like, oh no, don't start talking. Don't start talking. Don't start talking. Please no. That's no, why a lot of black comics, when we came from the black circuit, we were loud because you had to talk over motherfuckers. Right. You had to be like, yo, man, what's up? Every you had to do that. Yeah. But then when you get to mainstream, you're like, oh, I, I can actually whisper. Uh, I've always wanted to do a library joke. I can actually do that here? Because you know they're going to interrupt you. In those shitty rooms, you know they're going to interrupt you. So yeah. it's like, I can't afford to take the full three seconds of pause here. And, and black in. audiences, they're just usually the regulars that come. And they and it's their thing to fuck with you. That's their thing to be like this. So they know you're or, or they'll sit like this. Man, corny dog, and they want to test you, and you be like this. The fuck you? What about your jacket, dog? I know you ain't talking shit. Yeah. Boom, 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 bam, 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 bam. And then when you get them, and when you, they love you, it's a wrap, dude. Yeah, it it's is like pretty nice. Nothing is better than smashing in an all black room because the reaction. My theory on why black crowds are better and don't get offended is because oh, why like, would I get? I don't, we've been through four hundred years of slavery. Yeah, your joke about how you mistreated your wife. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Of course, it's not. Right. <laughs> Who cares? Right. I'm not even getting. Nothing you say will offend me. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't. Whereas white people, white audience haven't gone through anything, so like, oh, that's unsavory. See, this is the thing. This is what I. This is the dialogue that. This is what I love about New York comics. I mean, everybody that comes to New York and becomes a New York comic. Is our dialogue is it? It needs to. It's. I, I want to get to a point where I don't want people to go. Don't get offended. I want people to go just to say it, just because that, yeah. we need that kind of honest dialogue, real honest, so that we can. It, so it can be like a, not a big deal anymore. Yeah. It has to get to that point. It can't be like, um, I don't. I, I, I'm tired of people whisper. This is when I knew Judah was my friend oh, wow. when Judah didn't whisper black. The word black around. He never whispered it. He'd be like this. Yeah, my black friend, he's black. And my other friend, this Chinese guy, he would, Judah would be like, just, he wouldn't give a, f-. and I go, 
that's my friend. Yeah. When people go, this black dude in this time. Yeah. Huh? You're just describing somebody. That's a negative. But this is how fucked up racism is, dude. Everybody's on this like, you you just describe somebody. Yeah, he's black. I hate it when people go out of their way. It's like that guy over there. Which guy? The guy with the red hat. What? Which which guy? There's like five red hats there. Um, he's wearing a blue jacket. Just say the one black guy. His skin is different than everyone else's skin. If you were six foot nine, you would mention that. So what? Right. Come on, man. We gotta stop. We got. It has to stop. And speaking of black, because black was always has a negative connotation. Yeah. But there's a lot of good things that are black, like. Like fucking Black Friday is a good day when you're Black in Friday's the when you're, when you're in the black. That's that good. means you're good. When um um black suits are always better than white suits. When you, you know cars that are black are better. Yeah, people um, like black cars. And, black and iPhone, when soil like is more. black is better. Oh yeah. When tea is black. Black tea. Black tea is. Are you trying the, to get in a segue of tea? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost to the point where I was like, I, I don't know if your time is being. Well, just I was like, well, uh, let's do a different podcast next but, time. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about tea. A bit. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to get the tea. Yeah, let's. We can do it I next time. It we could. We could just talk about because right, the race thing was perfect. Yeah. See, here's what I want to do is, as a, as a host sometimes, hmm. where I'll get into a discussion. Like yeah. I, w- I went and talked to Fitzsimmons about fighting, and then as we were like, just hey, just get you know like mm-hmm. a ten minutes of like mm-hmm. what's up kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out he was a, a golf caddy, and I was like, dude, I was too. And then we talked about that for like an hour. You were both golf caddies? Yeah. How was it? It was great. It was great. Wow. So much fun. When Professional little, golf? No, 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 no. Oh, wow. I mean like. Whack golfers? Some, yeah, some shitty course when I was 16. Oh, okay. That kind you of shit. You got paid decent money? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, it was fine. It was was, there, was, there, was there any racial shit to be a golf a, caddy? No, not me because it was a Jewish country club. Uh, could, did they let other? No. Wait. The only non-Jews they had in there were Connie Chung, because she was married to... To Maury? Yeah, Maury Povich. And like one other like one other non-Jew. So you had to be Jewish? Yeah. If I was a black Jew, could I come in? Possibly. I don't know what their hiring, like their acceptance policies They don't like. like black Jews? They didn't have any that I saw. They were racist too? Well, it wasn't that... Yeah, no, what, there can are I, a lot can of I Jews that are racist. Can I, can I ask yeah, you... Yeah, sure. Um, because the, the prices the, grew up around us, and and they were black converts married a, a really dark Arabish um, Arabic. Uh, but those, but the first Jews were dark, obviously, mm-hmm. and then there's the Ashkenazis, the Russians, and the Polish yeah. people. Yeah. I call them the Johnny Come Lately Jews, European Jews. Sure. Yeah, they're yeah. the Johnny, Johnny Come, Come Lately Jews. Yeah. So why is it? And Jews, we and I have empathy for what because. If my girlfriend is a history, she her history shit's real sick, and she goes, Jews were actually they've been the most discriminated against, the longest, more longer than slavery, longer, yeah. thousands of years. And I go, I get that, yeah, and I have empathy for it. But you would think that people who've been through that would not treat black people like that. Yeah, but think. I guess when they get into a certain position, they go, I'm, well, my skin's white, I can fucking. Well, here's do the same why. Thing. What's the reason? I like tell me yeah. the fucking truth. It's because I haven't been through that. My father hasn't been through that. We as a people over generations have been through that. But that's not really who you are. Got you. You know? Got you. So you can take the Anglo position. You can just like, and I go, don't know. Right, right? Those people are the criminals in my neighborhood. Or these people, I don't know. It's my neighbor, this house right now. Wow. It's like you can have white guilt all you want, but nobody's giving up their house. Right. Right. Because they're like, I didn't do slavery. Right. I mean, I may have right. benefited from nine generations later, but. Right. What do you want? You're not getting my stuff. Right. You know, I worked right. hard for this. Right. Got another question. Yeah. As far as, and it's scary. I heard somebody talk about, I think Chris, that guy, you know, the guy Chris who hangs out. 
Oh, but fat, yeah, fat, Chris, fat Chris, Chris Cotton, Chris yeah. Cotton, fat Chris. <laughs> he said he was explained white privilege, and he said the way he was explaining white privilege is somebody showed him in a classroom. He brought a, a trash can and he put it towards the front of the classroom. He says, "Everybody, take a piece of paper, ball it up, and everybody throw it in this trash can." I'm like, "I'm, I'm going to leave it right here, though, in the front right. of the class." And whoever makes it gets a bunch of candy. Whoever doesn't gets nothing. And the people in the back were like, "Wait a minute, that guy's a foot away from it, and I'm." 30 feet away from right. it. He's right. definitely going to make it. I'm right. not. And they were going, yes, white that's white privilege. Wow. Phenomenal. That's what privilege is. Phenomenal. But here's the thing. Nobody in the front is going to give up their seat to the people in the back. They're going to get the, you're like, yeah, right. I guess that sucks for you, but right. I'm not. But you know what's great? That's why we that's why we created the long jump, the long shot. <laughs> yeah. And there's just one right. brother going, Shh. Here, I can make extra points. <laughs> yeah, he's like this. Away. Boom, motherfucker, move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, exactly. And here's where racism comes into play, too. There's times where I have something in my hand, right? Yeah. A little garbage, that, like some garbage, and I throw it in a basket and miss, and some white dude goes, really? I go, fuck you. <laughs> that's actually yours. I should have. Dish it off to you to shoot it, yeah. fucker. <laughs> you, you, and that's the pressure. Yeah. That's why now when I go to a garbage can, I just like lay it in. I don't oh, want to fucking it. go, oh, they go, oh, come on. I go, really? Yeah. Only I was supposed to make that? Because you're black. <laughs> yeah. If you ride, if you say a poem and don't have any rhythm to it. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Spice it up. Dude. But yeah, but that's, your, that was, that's a great experiment. That's, that's the truth. And so, but like, but like, no one should be upset that they live it, that they have the front seat, though. No, right, it's not it's their true. fault. It's not their fault. You, I mean, if I had privileges, the trash can was just placed here. Yeah, if I have privileges, I'm going to keep my privilege. That's normal. What? Listen, it makes sense to keep your position. Like, I, if I, if I, it's like if it's, it's like a black person getting out of the ghetto. Like, I don't want to go back to that shit. Right. I want to. I, I, I like this. But what is it? Be, be, I don't want struggle. So what is it? Be empathetic about the fact that you have that. Understand? Like what? What? what no, cures I it? think this is what it is. What you you become empathetic, which helps. Be empathetic, but what is wrong with giving people a shot and staying in their lane? There's, what do you mean? There, no one's taking anything from you. Right. If I, if you're in a house, a big house in a nice neighborhood, and there's another house for sale, and I want to buy that house, why are you keeping me from getting that house? I'm right. not in your house. Right. I'm just buying that house. But you're mad because I am doing okay. That's when it's a problem. That's when it's a problem. You're mad because I'm eating also. You're mad because there's you. Yeah. I'm eating what's plentiful. Yeah. And the thing is, so it's like. I'm not mad. And that's another, that's, that's almost like the anti white privilege, where it's like, yeah. yes, some of these white people have been a real problem. Yeah. But I'm not. Right. So now I'm stuck in the back of the fucking room in terms of racism because, right. like, oh, you must be racist. Like, no. Right. right. No. That's right. just, that's, that's the opposite of white privilege, right. where it's like the white anti privilege, where it's like, we're not all a problem. Right. We just get lumped in with the ones that are. Just like black people aren't all criminals. Most At of them are all. not. Yeah. And some are in jail because they didn't do shit. Because they look like a criminal. But then there are some black people that, and I'm, and here's the double-edged sword. Here's the du- fucking, uh, um, I'm trying to, yeah, just the double-edged sword. There's black people, man, and I don't mean to say this shit, that fuck it up. For us, yeah. they're fucking. They 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 take pride in being ignorant. There's this yeah. ignorance that they sit back and go, "I love being a victim. There I want to. I want to bitch. I want to complain." And they shit on other black people. They yeah. fuck up other black people's shit. Yeah. They they fuck we up their guy, own. You, you're in Maryland, one of the guys on the football team, and and as yeah. people walking by, white people, he was go boo, 
and like jump at them. A big guy, way yeah. bigger than you. Yeah. And people get scared, like, ha ah, see, yeah. racist. And you're like, that's just going to make them more scared of black people. Yeah, you're going boo. What have you accomplished? Yeah, you're going boo, They'll though. be scared of any big man that does that. Yeah, but anybody that goes boo when I don't look, I'm going to jump. That's yeah. a natural fight or flight reaction. Yeah. That's... Can I throw in my psychology? Sure. Yeah. The parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic nerve is a sympathetic nervous system, nervous system, and parasympathetic. The parasympathetic is when you're like, oh shit, fight or flight. Sympathetic calms you down. It's like a it's it's a system made for you to fucking protect yourself. Yeah. So if someone does that and you flinch, you're not a bitch. You're like reacting. Yeah. It's natural. It's natural, and that's and so. Have you seen that it's one? Blinking in a loud noise because some shit's about to come at your eyes. You yeah, cover them and boo. Oh, you're racist. See, this is where I meet where black people are just dumb. Fucking it up for everybody. Don't do that. Don't. That's not the test for racism. You fucking jackass. <laughs> yeah, that's not the test. For that's racism. not the test, man. That's the test for you, you scary motherfucker. And you know what? I tell people. I tell my my non-black friends. If you wanna, you wanna, you wanna um, be good at. Like judging whether a black person is criminal, that looks criminal or whatever. It's all about behavior. It's all about, you should learn like body language and behavior. You should study that shit. Yeah. A lot of cops need to study that shit. Study body language. Instead of just a quick, it's too easy to be like black problem. Right. Like, just mm. watch how people are. I go, all you have to do is bring me with you. If I am afraid of some black people, you need to be afraid. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. the test. I go, I go, let's cross the street. Let's, yeah. No, dude, let's cross the fucking street. You're a canary. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yo, I, dude, take it from well, me. Here's what I discovered in New York, mm. that there was, it, I, a lot of my development happened in Los Angeles. A right. lot of it. Yeah. Sexual development and, mm-hmm. and, and racial too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there's certain black people that got a problem, but it's Sunset Strip black people right. where I lived and worked all the time. Right. And it's different. And when I went to DC and Adams Morgan, I noticed like the problems there are the white people right <laughs> on Adams in Adams Morgan? Right. It's like oh, the whites and the blacks are all wearing sweaters and being gentlemanly right. and totally right. cool. Yeah. And you're like oh, L. A. on Sunset, that's a black problem. Right. right here in Adams Morgan, it's a white problem. White right. There, it might be something else. Yeah. And here's what I discovered in New yeah. York: like oh, I'm scared of the youth. Right. Oh yeah, they're uh, any, fucked up. N- a bunch of 19 year olds all yeah. across the street. They're, yeah, I don't care. They don't. They're, they look. They're crazy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, it's not race. It's and then they're race. like, my name, my, yo, nigga, my, yo, yo, nigga. And you, on the first of all, New York kids, I swear to God, got to be the loudest. Loud, when they're too mo- loud. On the train. Like, and then oh, they fuck. get loud. They get like, yo, my nigga, yo, nigga. Yo, fuck that nigga. Yo, nigga, for real, though, nigga. Yo, this nigga right here. I'm like, are you trying you're, you're to be loud so that someone goes, hey, excuse me, can you not be loud? Then they go, man, who the fuck are you talking to? Yo, you, you racist? I'm like, but you're saying, nigga. So loud that other black people are embarrassed. Yeah, they're embarrassed. You know, yeah. shut the fuck up. You know what Jews have? We have this mm. term called chilul Hashem. Chilul Hashem. Yeah, it's C H I L U L. Okay, and it just means like an embarrassment to your God. And so they're like, but, if you're gonna wear your yarmulke out, don't act like a fool because right. you're fucking it up for all of us. Oh. So if you're gonna do some shit that's questionable, better take that shit off. Real? Oh, got you. Don't you know fucking what I mean? associate. Yeah. Yeah, and the people who don't ever take it off, then it's like, then don't act like a fool. Then don't represent be an asshole. Shit, don't, right. don't go 65 in a residential neighborhood. It's like the yarmulke represents like our skin. Yeah, color. exactly. It's like, dude, it, it's, it's, it's like, you know what's fucked up? Race, it's interesting too. It is interesting. You know, because whenever I do something like positive and, and awesome, like even on stage, like when I'm headlining and I'm telling you, man, I do some heavy racial shit in Texas. I don't give a yeah. fuck in front of white men. 
Yeah. And after the show, I get the fucking greatest compliments from fucking middle. I'm talking about 60-year-old white men go, man, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen, man. You fucking, that was awesome. Yeah. And I, in my head, I go, oh, my God. I've done something for the black community. Huh. Like, I, I go, I hope that they see black comedians as just comic. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm contributing. I'm, I'm paving the way for another guy that's like me. That they'll go, hey, I'm going to go see that guy. I'm yeah. not going to see some old coon and shit. Yeah. I always feel like if I, if I, if I, if I, if some money, if a, if a white woman drops money and I go, Here, hey, you dropped this. Oh, she'll right. go, fuck yeah. I believe in them now. Right. I really go, remember me, this well, it's dark so, it's, man it's gave got, you back yeah. your money. It's gotten so bad for yeah. some people that it's like yeah. you need any one, any, any one example. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? They're not all bad because most yeah. of the time you have zero uh, a correlate, not yeah. correlation. You have zero whatever the word is interaction, interaction. Yeah, with with the other race, you just yeah. don't have no, any. You don't have any. No. So then it's like, well, here's what I see in the news. Yeah, and it's like, okay, it's not news, but. I saw yeah. two guys who were really one. Yeah. I saw one black guy help that white lady cross the street. Yeah, that guy gave me back yeah. my dollar. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so I don't. Yeah, that's all. Because sometimes I want to go. Here's your money. Black man did it for you. I did it for you. Remember me. Dark too. I did it. Dark. Don't forget. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I want. Not, definitely because not Puerto Rican. Here's how fucked up I am. I'll go because I want them. Like maybe later on in their day, they'll go. You know what? Yeah, my money dropped in maybe in Starbucks. Going this black man, dark skin. Just gave me. They're never gonna be that. I, I, I know, I know, but you but know, in, in my head, in my comedic that. head, I could just go. Meanwhile, back at Starbucks, <laughs> she like reports <laughs> this, <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's giving free drinks to dark skinned people. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I'm yeah. paying it forward in some indirect way, but that's what it is of being on this planet, you know. And then I thought about how this planet doesn't even realize the shit that's going on with us. It's just spinning and spinning and spinning and all this racial shit and all the, over the years, it's just spinning and spinning and allowing us to do it. Sun rises, sun goes down, sun rises, sun goes down, passes no judgment on anybody, just like George Carlin The world doesn't give a shit about anybody. And you ever, you know who George George Clinton is? Parliament Uh P-Funk? I saw him You remember that's fucking awesome. Do you know the, the flashlight? Flashlight. No, I don't There's know. There's a song yet, called so. Flashlight. Yeah. It's from the 70s. It's a funk song. And flashlight. at the end, he just, yeah, Flashlight. Yeah, you got it. Dude, you don't know that shit? No. P-Funk? I'll put it in the intro, at the end Please of the song. I'll put, put Flashlight. Yeah, Flashlight, George Clinton, Parliament. Flashlight. That's one of their most famous songs. Flashlight. And you know, George Clinton, they were always high when they did albums. They were fucking high. It smelled so bad. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. He He stunk. Stunk. Yeah, he he he. They're always high, and they every album they did, they were always high. So they did a lot of weird psychedelics. They're psychedelic funk. Yeah. So there's a song called Flashlight, and he goes red light, green light, stop, like all kinds of light. And at the end, he's talking about all these different, and he's really talking about racism. And at the end, it goes, everybody's got a little light under the sun, under the sun, under the sun. Oh yeah, I've heard that. That's saying, no matter what color you are, the sun shines on everybody. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, Passes doesn't discriminate. No judgment. doesn't discriminate. Passes no judgment. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so great. It's, it's a really heavy... He always talked in code. Yeah. You know, even Chocolate City. Parliament calls Chocolate City. He's talking about Washington, D.C. Yeah. He's like, yo, the Chocolate City would be great. Wouldn't it be great to see uh, um, Aretha Franklin as the first lady? Richard Pryor as the secretary of this? And yeah. he talks about black people being president. Back in the fucking 70s. 
People are like, ah, it's ridiculous. That's, but that would be nice. Yeah, but like, yeah. Right, and it happened. But, you know, they said it was ridiculous that there'll be black people playing in the NBA. Remember, there was a yeah. time they laughed at that shit. Well, that's why Jews, originally, we were the NBA. You were the NBA. Yeah. Because it was Bob Cousy and those guys. Oh, I mean, before that, yeah, yeah. Syracuse had a team, and so, we're like, that's true. You know, in the 1910s and stuff. Well, well James Naismith and was we he were, Jewish? Naismith possibly. was a Canadian. He was a, a, a Doctor James Naismith was yeah. a Canadian, really American. Yeah, he's Canadian. He created basketball. Yeah, I know. He was, he was right. He was a Canadian. So I don't know if he was Jewish. He might have been Scottish, maybe Scottish, or because a lot of Scots and Irish are in Canada, like. You know, yeah. Nova Scotia, New Scotland, all that shit. Yeah. So, uh, James uh, Naismith, I think, was maybe a British Canadian or whatever. He invented basketball. He was a Canadian. He, yeah, man, you know, bitch. Funny, he was a Canadian American motherfucker. That honestly yeah, annoys me. Feel bad. Annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. I hope. I hope an American dude created hockey. I hope to God, but I don't think so. Fuck. Yeah. They tried to take baseball from us, too. They're like, Andrew Doubleday. Like, but, no, that came from Rounders. But it's not Abner Doubleday. They're, they're debating when the... F- might they said he was just based on a British sport. Right, right. But... You just changed a rule or two. Have you seen the PBS? Uh-uh. On baseball? Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, they're disputing. A long time ago. They're disputing whether, where it started. I don't know where it started. No one really knows. But the yeah. first black baseball players were from 1884. Really? Moses and Welber Walker. Yeah, South Park had a thing. On, not South Park. X Files had a thing on the great black um, baseball players. Oh yeah, the, the great ones. Josh Gibson. Yeah, who hit more home runs than Babe Ruth. Yeah, the ones that were like, whoa, these guys are better than the rest of the black players. Yeah, X Files like they're all aliens, and they <laughs> found a love for baseball, and they didn't want to get discovered, so they played in the black circuit. That's they're shapeshifters. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's so funny because I they have the um, Negro League baseball. Uh, museum in Kansas mm-hmm. City. When I do Kansas City Improv, you go to that. Fuck yeah! I've never I, been to I, it. Are you kidding me? I have footage on it. I have it on my Instagram. That's funny. It's they have cool Papa Bell, Josh Gibson, all these Satchel Page who got into the mage white ma- and when he was in his forties. Yeah, he played up to fifty, didn't he? Fifty years old. Yeah, and they were better than the white players. Original Jamie Moyer. Yeah, and they had to go to Cuba and Dominican Republic to play because it was black. And they didn't give a shit there. No, they didn't give a shit because no. everybody looked the same. And Jackie Robinson. Black people were banned from baseball from the 1800s because that one commissioner during, I think, Calvin Coolidge, he said, no blacks will ever Something play again. Mountain Kennesaw. You see, that fucker. And yeah. then 1947, Jackie Robinson. Yeah. He wasn't the first black. It was Welber, Welber and um, Moses Walker, 1884. Before. 1884. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the cool thing is, yeah, he wasn't even the best. No. He was really good. He but just, he wasn't but best. he was the guy that you wanted to person. represent because he was very articulate. He went to UCLA. Oh, really? He went to USCLA. He was, a, he was a sergeant in the army. He was a fucking articulate, very articulate. So, what's, okay. Yes. So, you ever see that scene in uh, Higher Learning where they talk about the difference between. Higher Learning! Michael Rappaport! Yeah. Fuck! I saw that in New York when I was here for a year. Yo! A long, long time ago. The I love theater. Higher Learning. Yeah. What about it? But there's a scene where it's like fear is not walking. Fear is walking down a dark street and right. like and like being you yeah. know, having your adrenaline pumping because like there could be monsters right. around. Racism is when you see a black man and that same feeling hits Isn't you. Isn't that crazy? Like, but there's no reason to think there's that. no reason. In that and it's learned, man. Yeah. It's almost it's like when the when the pressure in a, in a shower goes down then back up, you move because oh it's about to yeah. get yeah. scalding hot yeah. or freezing yeah. cold. Yeah, but that's only because of yeah. That's you, right? Yeah, one missed call. It's okay. Okay. Look what I got. Flip phone. Yeah. If you know. I don't know where it is. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but that's only because you've, you've been through it a few times. Yeah. 
You know? Right. It's not just the, the pressure goes down. You're like, oh, I know what this is. It's right. gonna. Fu- it's only because of what's happened. Right. But when you cross the street because of a black man, it's like you haven't been mugged by three black men. Right. You haven't. That hasn't been happened over and you over again. You just heard. Yeah. And, and if that happened, I would be okay with your racism. Right. If you've been consistently fucked with by, would, black, by black people, people only. You should, you should, yeah, that's Great. normal. Yeah. That's a conditioned response, which is normal. Conditioned response. Conditioned, yeah. like in psychology. That's yeah. what Pavlov, you know, yeah. about the dog. The, the dog, he rings the bell. Say the dog comes and eats. Yeah. He rings the bell. Dog eats on the plate. Rings the bell. Dog eats on the plate. Does it a couple hundred times. Then he rings the bell. And there's the plate, but no food. But the dog still salivates. Salivates. Still salivates. Still salivates. Then he starts to take the plate away. Then he just rings the bell. Dog salivates. Knows the bell means food time. Knows the bell means food time. Condition response. Yeah. Reinforcement is the food. Positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement. Yeah. You see? And a bell itself has nothing to do with food and salivation. Nothing. So the only raise is because he learned it. So Same thing as racism. Black people, black people so, are no good. Ring the bell. Black people are no good. Ring the bell. Oh shit, salivation. Oh fear. Let's say yeah. our salivation is the fear. Black people are like this. They do this. They do this. They do this. Watch out. Black people, black people. Imagine that. And it's usually families do it over and over and over again. Yeah. Over and over and over again. And dude, here's the problem. When people like, everybody's a little racist. It's like, I am. There's racism in me. Yes. And I try to fight it. Yes. But I know it comes from those things, from yes. being told over and over yes. again. And it's almost like not even my fault. And I won't, I'm not in a position where I'm going to hire someone or on the other side, mm. not hire someone or lynch someone. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle range where mm. I'll probably, my mm. racism will never affect anything or right. anyone. Right. But how do I not feel scared mm. when I've been told a billion times mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the sign of a scary person? Someone right. who looks like Godfrey, that's right. a, someone who you and, should avoid. And, and you should know this is where I think. The education of body language should come into play. Yeah. You know I'm not a fucking criminal. Right. Just the, my demeanor. I'm not a I'm just not. I'm just not. There's, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm not. I was the a big J. The way I walk, the way I talk, yeah. the way I carry myself. I'm not, dude. It's yeah. not happening. I'm not. No. I was with Big J around the corner. We parked and we were looking and there was you know, a semi-homeless guy talking to himself. But, well, yeah. You know, had that's that angrily cr- talking to yeah, himself. Yeah, get away from him. Yeah. And Jay was like, ooh, that's scary. I'm like, would we be scared if that was a white guy? He goes, definitely. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if definitely is the answer. Yeah, I, w- I would be, I would freak out. I freak out whether black or They're like, he was white. big. I'm like, yeah, but there's. But I don't, I'm afraid of all those dudes that I, I always like watch out. I'm not super afraid. You don't know what I, they're I, capable when, of. Because they're all on, usually on drugs. Yeah, and they'll yeah, suck yeah, and yeah, stab yeah. you. I, I'm, I, homeless people are even for me. I don't, it could be a yeah. woman. I don't, I'm like. Homeless people are all black. And plus. They're, they're all what? <laughs> they're all black at heart. <laughs> and also, they, it's the smell and the nastiness, mm-hmm. and I don't want that on me. Yeah. And that's a, that's okay to be afraid of that because yeah. they they can fucking. It's wild card. They're wild cards. Yeah, they're wild cards, dude. They don't give a fuck. They they hate society. They're mad at society. But black people as a whole are not wild cards. Not at all. And not even as nearly as high a percentage. No, at all. So not at all. Not be, how do you how do you fight that racism then? You I, it's it's an it's an individual thing. I'm I'm I think that we need to educate people on body language. Body language and demeanor. Shoes. People's shoes, too. People's shoes. Like, you know what? This guy's should, dressed should, fine. He's normal. You should assess how people carry themselves and judge from there. We need to learn that. Cops, that's why cops have to learn if somebody's going to pull out the wrong thing. They have to learn quickly. Body language. They need more education in body language, demeanor, physical movement. You got to learn that. You yeah. have to. It's like. 
And when cops are like, well, he was threatening me, it's like, well, you need to figure out a different way to subdue him other yeah, than other the, than um, ending force. Other than cheating and being with your buddies and grabbing a guy by his neck. At least take off your gun. They're all, all saying that. that's not a chokehold, too. They're like, that wasn't a chokehold. Oh, and I talked to Joe Rogan about it. He goes, I'm actually an expert, <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally an expert on chokeholds, yeah. and that was definitely a chokehold. Choke yeah. You were, you were, you, come on. I yeah. mean, it's just like, and he was probably out of shape. If it wasn't a chokehold, how could he say I Dude, couldn't breathe a, and die from he's it? He's an overweight black man, probably diabetic. Oh, the fuck! All it took was a, that to yeah. cut off his shit. Yeah, but you know what? The more violent you are, the more percentage of people fall into the category of this might kill you. Yeah. If you're super, if you just give flowers to people and that's the way you arrest them, a way lower percentage of people are going to die from that kind of arrest. <laughs> exactly. And if you're if you're a cop and you if cops are giving people flowers, I guarantee you there'll be better dialogue. In all well, they're kinds doing of this in Long Beach now, where they're saying, "Okay, we've already fucked up this generation. They're going to yeah. hate us." Yeah. So what we're going to do is now we're going to outreach. We're going to start basketball leagues and yeah. we're gonna, uh, with the kids, with the seven-year-olds. Now so there you go. They'll be twenty. There you be go. Thirty, and they won't hate us. Yeah. Because we won't be a sign of someone fucking with them and their brothers. I always wondered if. I said this would be a great experiment. Oh God! If I have, to, I swear to God, I'd do some crazy ass racial experiments. I'd be like, let's take some kids, untouched, untainted by your fucking ways, yeah. and we have a screen of 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 black activity, black people doing some shit, uh-huh. and we'll have another screen of white people I doing love these some experiments, shit. Experiments, yeah, and just let the kids. I mean, let's say we'll have a picture. Of, we'll have Michael Jackson in a video doing, and you have another white artist doing some shit. Let's see who the kids go to um, want to watch the most. Right. Without you judging them. Yeah. Who would they go towards? Yeah. Let's just see. Or they like show them and then now it's in a separate room, write down what they were doing. What the, you know? Yeah. Have you seen Anderson Cooper did this thing on race about three years ago? It was pretty fucking cool. I wish they would keep doing it. And he had an experiment with little kids and like three, four year olds, five year olds, and, teen, and high schoolers. Yeah. He had a picture. Cartoon picture, different drawings, scenarios. There was a white kid. There was a black kid standing in a, cla- in, a, in a hallway. And a white kid is on the ground, books all over the ground. They asked the little kid, what are these kids? What's in this? What's, it, what's, this, what's happening in this scenario? The kids are like, oh, his friend, is, um, his friend fell and he's about to help him up. He spilled his books and he's going to help him up. That's what these kids did. The little kids. Oh, yeah. They got to the older kids. What's happening in this scenario? The black kid pushed the white kid down. Yeah. Because he's just it, reaching out. It, yeah. You can't tell what he's doing. But the older kids were like, yeah, the black kid pushed that white kid wow. down. And, and he, you know, he, he said the reason why? Because the parents started to teach them about race. Yeah. And it was mainly the black kids were complaining that, hey, my white friends don't want to play with me anymore. Anderson Cooper was embarrassed. He was like, the white parents... We're starting to tell their kids, all right, let's start. Listen, they're not going to be playing with them anymore. Cool, mm. buddy. And the white kids were like, yeah, my mom said not to be like playing with them anymore. The kids were honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Anderson was like, the fuck, man? The problem is you see that. Yeah. Or you see that. I remember an old thing where it showed how hard it was for a black guy to get a cab in New York mm-hmm. like 15, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and you're like, oh, so yeah, you want to watch that and go, but well, we did it. That's right. The cab drivers are all racist or these yeah, parents are yeah. racist. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It's like that hasn't solved anything. No. That hasn't. You haven't didn't. stopped it at all by pointing out somebody who is yeah. 
has these biases. But what so you then it's like, yeah, okay. So there are biases. Yeah. Now what's the step? Well, here's no the thing. And what's the next? Step? Here's the thing, though. Too. It's uh, here's another thing where I say it's black people's fault again. Listen, man. When you're in a cab, you can't shoot a cab driver. Right. When you're in a cab, you got to pay your tab. You can't run off on well, it. Well, that's why they don't want to drive to Harlem because they've been robbed. Right. And they have every right. Yeah, yeah. Because plenty like, of black dudes do that shit yeah. and fuck it up for guys like myself. And I have to go in there and go, hey, man, I appreciate you picking me up. Here's my money right here. Just to let you know, I got my money. Everything's here. I have to do that because I know some motherfuckers ruined it for me because they're going around shooting cab drivers and killing them. And so they have every right. And these are African dudes. These are people of color. African guys are like, you know, I don't trust, you know, these motherfuckers always try to take my money. They're telling the truth. Right. They want to pick up black people. But there's some Negroes fucking it up. Learned racism is the the most devious because... It's not, you don't inherit it from your parents. You're like, I've seen this. So how are you yeah. going to tell me I'm wrong right. when I've observed this? Waitresses who don't want to serve black people. Because like, they, they don't tip. tip. It's true. But it's not like no one told them that. Right. They've all learned that. They learned it so from being in So you can't tell the them you're wrong. Right. They go, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And, and it's every time I ask the waitresses, okay, what do the black people do? Oh, they're always trying to find a reason not to tip me, complain about shit. It's and true. Too. It's like, true. Give me cherries. Give me a bucket it's of true. It's true. Black people with no manners. That's why my girlfriend, she would tip so when she tips, man, yeah. everyone goes, Thank you. She oh, yeah. tips so well. I go out of my way too, because I know she, I'm Jewish. I know I'm being looked at the same way. Right. Day. And it's like And then they go, you know what? I have hope. There's some hope. There's a little light. Well, at the Jewish country club, nobody tipped. <laughs> except the kids. Right. The twenty five year old children yeah. of the people who work there, yeah. they tipped well. <laughs> And then the other ones, it was like, fuck, I gotta work here a month and I've gotten a dollar. I got another question. What? I stole one of their drivers, though. I <laughs> left his fucking bag out in the middle of nowhere. We all had to go on a fucking search party for it. I'm the one who found it. You know, like, as I was, fuck, he just left his car out here. So I'm driving his bu- Cubs back here to stay an extra hour. Yeah. I drive by my, my, my own car in the yeah. employee parking lot. I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? What I want to know is this too. What? With Jewish cats, and you know, Hollywood, most of the writers are Jewish, but I, I look at the lot credits. Of, yeah. And why is it? And I'm like, we still, sometimes they'll write us in as fucking buffoons and shit. Like, they'll write, literally write us in as, you know, just, ugh, there's always the fat black chick. It's embarrassing. There's always the, why, it's what is that? You can't what just is, be what a the guy. fuck is that? You ever see, uh, or make us gay? Let for there no be reason? cops. Not that there be cops. Let, how was Let There Be Cops? I didn't see that. Let's be cops. No, I didn't see that. I just that. saw on the plane. Pretty good. It was pretty good? Pretty good. You okay, know? cool. Um, if you're, it's on in a plane, it's fucking, yeah, watch it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. But that black guy was just one of the two friends. Damon. Is that who, uh, is that Damon Wayne Jr.? Damon Jr. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't playing black at all. That's awesome. He was just playing a role. That's great. Yeah. Good. They need more of that, but there's very little of it. Why don't they allow it? You heard about well, you, that Sony, Sony shit. hack, yeah, and she's talking and that, shit about Denzel Washington. But that's a real reason why, because it doesn't sell overall. That's not true. But that's, she was like, "Look at the worldwide bullshit. ticket sales. Worldwide ticket sales. What do you mean? Because that's where world, most of the money is now. It's not in American ticket sales. But, it's right. And, America. and and Denzel made a hundred million. Made a hundred million overseas on oh, fucking really? yeah." Fuck is she talking about, bitch? Well, then there you go. I don't Fuck know. Fuck that bitch. Kick her in the teeth. If Fuck she's her. looking at specifically at Chris Tucker. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I, I've been over. I was in Kuwait 
And you know what I did in Kuwait? What? I fucking imitated Denzel Washington. They went berserk. I loved it. They went berserk. Fuck you. Hip hop is is the biggest fucking it's the biz, biggest music in the world. Fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Jay-Z's huge, Beyonce's huge, the most famous people on the planet are black. What are you talking about? That's a bunch of bullshit. You know, it's bullshit. They love Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's still yeah, the, the most is, famous say, comedian they, on the planet. Yeah. If they say like, well, black black movies or movies with black people don't don't gross That's as much like, well, like but you also have to break it down further. Like, are these regular movies with black people or are these like Soul Plane doesn't do as well? Like well, right, what are you talking right. about? What are you talking about? You're not giving it a, a chance. Yeah. When you go overseas and you look at all these products in the airport, colognes yeah. it's all white people white mm-hmm. men selling like we don't wear cologne you think denzel washington with a with a with a tag hewer watch and no one's gonna buy it because denzel has it Dude, i saw Get one ever and it, 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 it stuck in my mind which one was a that? commercial that had a mixed race couple in it wow that was about raisin bran or something like no cheerios because my boy malik that's my boy malik oh, really? he's in the fucking couch yeah, that's Malik. So. That's my boy. And it's really yeah. And it's just and like, they separated them. Remember, they weren't in the same room. Remember, the girl. It was the white, the mother, and talking to a mixed child. And then she go. And then all of a sudden, the father's in the couch with the with the Cheerios in his in his lap. They didn't put him in the same room. And it had nothing to do with race or mixed race or anything. But they like got that. mad at the the commercial. They did because. But it's okay for a white dude to be with a black girl in a commercial in the same room, and they're all hugging each other. But a black dude is like the bane of a white male's existence to be with a white woman. the Mandingo fucking but, problems. But, but fuck, they got to get over that. But they white dudes get to fuck everybody else. You guys get to fuck everybody. And black dudes, we can't be with anybody. And we are with people. It's like mixed kids come from white fathers and black fathers. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. white, white, white dudes are getting it in and black dudes are getting it in. I just heard about somebody who's, <laughs> who's half white, half black, yeah. and their kid, then mm-hmm. they're married. Oh, Lisa Bonet. That's what I was talking about. Lisa oh, Bonet is half white, half Lisa black. Oh. And she's married to... Lenny Kravitz. Who's also well, who half, was, half black. Who was, Len- who was um, married to... They were right, divorced. Okay. But they have a kid yeah. who's also half white, half black. Chloe. But he's, they're not from a white parent and a black parent. They're half white, half black from... Half and half, half and, and half. half so and now half. they're whole. So it's a whole now. No, it's still half. It's black, still half, half white. But it's still it's half, like, half right. But it's a full. It's a removed already from a generation where it's right, a it's new true. thing. That is a new thing because Lenny Kravitz's mom, yeah, Roxy Roker from the Jeffersons. Oh, really? Do you remember the Jeffersons? Yeah. Remember the the neighbors, the next door neighbors. That's his mom. We're married to the white guy, the dark skinned lady. That's his mom. <sighs> What? Roxy Roker. No way. Yeah. That's his mom. Oh, man. Roxy, he has it in a video, one of his videos. Mama. Yeah, it's it's Roxy Roker's his mom. Oh, that's The dark skinned lady, the next door neighbor. That's his mom. Yeah. And his, his father was Jewish. Boom. Lenny Kravitz. Boom. Yeah. And then Lisa Bonet. I don't know who her, who her parents consist of. But yeah, that's. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's the mama. But that's a new thing. It's like where it doesn't matter. It's just getting a mixture it, of whatever. And my thing is this, is I like differences in race. I like, I don't like that always that everybody's going to be beige. That's fucking boring. Yeah. And most, most mixed kids are boring as fuck. Let's keep it real. They may be pretty, but some, usually there's nothing there. You know, I like, I like to see a black dude. I like to see a white guy. I like to yeah. see an Irish dude, an African guy, an Asian guy. I like whole yeah. shit. Bill Burr types. I like, like that. How are you not dead from the sun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like to see that. I like that there's every... I like differences. Differences are beautiful. Fuck that. Homogenous society, boring. Yeah. My father... I grew up in Uptown. Uptown in Chicago is the most integrated area in Chicago. It's oh, really? all immigrants. 
I had friends from Russia, Poland, Korea, um, Africa, Ethiopia, Nigeria, being Nigerian, yeah. um, 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 Yugoslavia. That's why I knew Yugoslavian words. I had friends from every, every, all immigrants. My whole town where I grew up is all Vietnamese town. My, my, I had friends off the boat. My next door neighbors were Cambodian. My other neighbors were from the Philippines. Yeah. It, that's, it was United Nations on the uptown, on uptown. Uptown Chicago is United Nations, dude. Uptown Chicago. You can look that shit up, dude, if you want to. Wow. But yeah, that, and my father did it on purpose. He goes, I want you to be around everything. And yeah. then when, when I went to school, he just said, no, you're not going to a historically black college. You're going to go to a majority white university so you can be, live in reality. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and he did that, and I became very militant in college. Did you really? Oh, man, I was fucking, like I have a joke about it. I was very militant. I was very, because we only right, had 800. Right. Out of 45,000 students, only 800 were black. Forty. Oh, wow, really? Oh, Where'd Big you? Ten. I play football. I play in Illinois. I play a little football. Out of how many? Uh, 45,000. 40, and how many were black? 800. Wow. And they still thought there was too many. It should be 450. No, it should be 4,500. Yeah, no. It was, it was 800. Wow. When I, Marina was there. Yeah. Me, Marina. And it was only, yeah, it was only 800. Wow. And, they, and, you know, and I have the joke about it where I go, yeah, I went to University of Illinois, 45,000 students, 800 black. Everyone's like, ooh, especially when the basketball team was away. <laughs> yeah. I was the only one left on camp. You know, boom, I get a big, huge laugh. And it's about true. Georgetown. There's always there's 12 black people in Georgetown. Right. And then they're all on the basketball team. And it's like, and it was like that. And I went to an all-white university. It was good. It was cool. And all the black students hung with the black students. And I love this because they'll go, man, you guys all hang with, you guys, all the black students hang with each other. Yeah, because you don't want to hang with us. Yeah. But that's also, but they I get think mad when we, we gravitate towards I think each that's other. that's also more natural than people think. I think they've Thank done you. studies on little kids. It's natural. And they end up just going to what it, looks yeah, most like them. That's, and, that's and the boys okay. hang out with the boys, and the girls hang out with Nothing the girls. Nothing wrong with and that. And the yellows hang out with Nothing the yellows. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's their white guilt. But it's not, I can't hire you because of what you are. That's what racism is. You're not is. allowed to be in Do this. Do you know circuit. what the equation for racism is? What? Here's the equation for racism. I went to a women's seminar thing. This lady broke it down to me. I remember her name, Imani. She was fine as hell, too. Right, that's why I went to the seminar, because she was hot. <laughs> but here, here's the equation. Racism is prejudice plus discrimination. That's the equation. Plus discrimination. Plus. Wait, listen. Prejudice, plus I, discrimination. Everyone prejudges. That's natural. Dogs prejudge, dude. If they don't know you, yeah, they go, they go okay, who the fuck are you? And then they sniff you and go, this motherfucker's cool. Yeah. Right, and I think animals have an even better judgment because they're 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 judging you by smell, and sometimes they can smell that you ain't shit. That's even that's even Dogs deeper to me. Hate black people. Yeah, they but they're colorblind. Yeah, you know they're technically colorblind. Are they really? They don't see color. So that's a bunch of bullshit. Dogs are colorblind. They do not see, see shades. I think that's training from way back. Exactly. And you're a bad... I think, Less to me... Training. Let me tell you something. First of all, I think you're an amazing trainer if you can have a dog judge a black person. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I want to learn from you. That's fucking amazing. To even... A dog even... Homeless guys, they go nuts. Right. They're like, this shouldn't smell like that. Right. right. I'm looking at what that is. That's a human. Right. He shouldn't right. smell what's so up. So dogs that are not like black people is not true because they're technically colorblind. Wow. Yeah, I know my dude. I don't fuck. They just see a shirt floating in the air, right? And they just fuck. If it maybe the Nike swoosh, I don't know. But (laughs) Under Armour stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So so so. um, What was I going to say? So yeah, if you judge, you prejudge somebody. Discrimination. That's that's racism. Because if I judge you, that's normal to be like, I don't know this person. Helps me understand it. Right now, 
Here's where discrimination kicks in. I see you. Ah, black person. Now I'm going to stop you from getting a job. Right. Now I don't want you because you're the way you look. Now you can't have a job. I'm going to stop you from making money, stop you from having economic power. That's racism because it's an institutionalized system. Right. Now, if it's if it's just prejudice, here comes a black. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, working away a restaurant. Right. Here comes a black person. Right. They're not going to tip me. They're going to be bad uh, customers. You, but you still give them a chance That's to eat. That's prejudice. That's prejudice. And but serve them just like you would everybody. Everybody else, else. Then there's no discrimination. Right. Then it's not a problem. Right. Then it's like you can't help but be prejudiced. That's who, that's who you've that's been taught. That's natural to not know someone and go. Even your friends. But you, you can't take the step to action on it. Right. When you start to stop them from living their life, stop them from economic power, stop them from educating themselves, that is racism. That's why when white people go, oh, reverse racism, black people don't have the power. We don't really have that kind of power. If you go, oh, man, that's reverse racism. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Maybe reverse prejudice. But reverse the power. Right. To do reverse the prejudice is fine, but... White people act like that's what gets mixed up. R- racism and prejudice, they mix those up. So when yeah. Artie Lang writes some shitty tweets, it's like, okay, those were prejudiced tweets, yeah. but they're not you know, racist. Artie's not, not racist. Doing Artie's anything. Not, but Artie's not a racist. Yeah, he just made a racist Artie, joke. Artie lets me on his show. If Artie was like, I don't put any black people on my show, then he's a racist. Yeah, and Opie Artie had, is, and Opie, a, is a edgy comic. He had fucking Patrice on whenever he could. Yeah. And Listen, so it's, like, it's right. It's the it's the action. It's the That's action, the and black and whites try to smear it with. It's the same now. And if you don't allow people to say their prejudice, then how can you work it out? Right. So and that's making them shut it up. Right. It's like, well, now the prejudice. It's like, it's in like there. the movies. Like they can go, "You're black, and we're not going to hire you, and you're not going to be a lead because you're black, and we're going to keep you out. You're going to do the ma- You're going to do the smaller parts. That's racism. Yeah. And when someone says like, it's like. When, when black people go, when we have a judgment about white people, we're not coming. F- it's like the waiter that doesn't get the tip. We're coming from repeated behavior that right. whites give to us. We're not aliens. If I go, oh, man, white people, why am I saying that? Do we have to look at footage? Let's look at some footage yeah, on right. what whites do to blacks. Right. Let's yeah, wh- do it. Wouldn't you be distrusting? I, oh, man. Wouldn't you a, distrust a, the cops if it's happening? There's a fire hose hitting a black man. Hmm. I mean, when I look at the fire department, I'm like... <laughs> That's what he's always fucking my mom. She grew up in Georgia. Oof. And, uh, and my uncle, he showed me his childhood home. I just visited Atlanta, yeah. and he was like, let me take you on a tour of where we grew up. And I was like, F- I'd love that. Hell yeah. And he showed me their old house when they were like five. And he goes, here, the train track, that used to be like the trolley would come Can't by here. Can't cross that shit. Yeah, and he goes, now in those days, the black people had to be in the back. And I was like, you remember that? <laughs> How old are you? He goes, it wasn't that long ago, man. Right goes, on. It wasn't like I was seven. Right I on. was like 25. Jesus Christ. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See what I'm saying? So and then just go away. We're like, all right, we're done with we're done with it now. Right. Integration. Like right. Huh. So our anger is so legitimate. Right. White's anger is doesn't make sense. It's misplaced because it's like you brought us here. You brought black people as slaves, and then you want them to leave. It's the same problem with Guantanamo. It's like, oh well, now they're angry at us because they've been held captive for twelve years, so we can't let them go. We're like, no, you can't continue to hold somebody because yeah. you held them for the wrong reasons. First of all. And when I remember one girl told me, yeah, go back to Africa. I said, well, if you give me the map, yeah, give me the map. But we were in the bottom of the ship, so we couldn't, we didn't have any windows. Couldn't I even, would have probably saw my way, but GPS may get me there. I don't know. Ask your grandfather. I don't know. Yeah. So that you're, you're, well, you're how about take me back to Africa. I mean, take me back to Africa. You, you know took the way. me here. Right. 
And I'm like, it's this, your responsibility to take exactly. the guy back. If you want us gone, then right. Well, who it's brought like him in the go, first place? They're at fault. It's like the in 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 uh, uh, in Southern California, man. All these fucking Asians. You brought them here to build the railroads. Yeah. The Chinese. Yeah. You brought the most populous people on the planet. You know to what? Come they, build you know the what railroads. They, I'll give you a similar example mm. in Israel mm. when they when they ran the British out. Mm. The British left. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, "You guys fight for it. Whatever yeah. you guys want to do." There was an infestation of rats. There was rats everywhere, big rats. And so it wasn't terrible, but it was bad. And the British brought in cats to kill them. Right. And the cats, they turned out, had zero natural enemies there. Right. So they breeded. Right. And they became feral. Right. And now there's dead cats on the side of the highway all the time. Oh, and when people just don't have cats as pets there because right. they're a different thing there. They're, they're gross and they're tough. Dude, there's so many cats. They can get up a straight wall, like 15 feet. And there's so many cats in Kuwait. Really? All fucking all over the place. Just fear all the t- tough, right. angry. Right. And you're like, and you're like, wait, why did I say this? Why? Why? All oh, these like, cats. After a while, yeah. it's like, the cats are a fucking problem. <laughs> you know, you see this I after wonder a while. why. Yeah, exactly. This is where. We brought them here. But this is but where. they don't blame the cat for being here. They're like, you're fucking up our highways. They're like, yeah. well, we brought them here. Yeah, you we caused it. brought them. You caused it. Yeah. They it's don't the, blame the cats. It's the same as bullying. All these bullies are starting, like bullying. You all these nerds are shooting up schools. I go, but you caused the problem. You kept right. beating the kid up at three fifty. Yeah, then what's he gonna day. do? What's he gonna do? He doesn't have mental mental problems. He's tired of you beating his ass, and the only way to fight him is to shoot you yeah. because he can't do it physically. So he's gonna take you to fuck out because you need to leave me alone. Right, right, right. Yeah. We're the ones causing these motherfuckers to shoot up the schools. But I guarantee you. If you fucking go up to a, a nerd and you give him a hug every day and say, man, we accept you, man. You're all right with us. He ain't going to shoot you. No, he's not. I guarantee you. No. The shootings will lessen. But <laughs> you're, you're a douchebag. And every day you and your friends, because you're pussies, you want to fuck with this little nerd every day. And the nerd goes, all right, I've had enough. Okay. I'm going to come with a, 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 but then a, when an assault it, when rifle. he does come with this assault rifle and kills a bunch of people, you can't say... All right, we'll let you off because it was our fault. No, we made no, you. no, no. You can't. You can't be so killing people. At the same people. time, it's like it's like any black criminals. Yeah. Were like you, we have to punish you for this crime. I'm yeah. sorry, but we don't have to punish people who aren't doing crimes. Right. We don't have to rope people into crimes that aren't yeah. really crimes at all. But check it out. How do we change it? Why do you think these uh, nerds kill themselves? They know they're gonna go to jail. They're, oh, they're like, I'm out. Yeah. And he's like, I got you, so I'm out. Fuck you. I'm not gonna suffer. Fuck you, boom. The guy who shot those two cops. He, he kills himself. When those guys shot those two cops, and the reaction wasn't the same way I've seen cop slangs in the past. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't widespread outrage. Right. It was, oh, yeah, wow. that's wrong, but what'd you expect to happen? See? See? No remorse. Right. You're just killing people. It keeps happening, and you keep showing no, no apology. Yeah. If that guy in Ferguson, what's his name? Wilson, Wilson, yeah, oh, Wilson. Darren. Oh. If he'd come out right, forget the eight months of silence while they're figuring out. If he'd right, be like guys, um, yeah, I, I, I think I might have been able to do it without killing him, and I, and, I, and it's a problem, and I need, right. to, I need to face this and, and worry about it. not face the crime, right? Just, just say, I don't know why I, 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 but I really do think black people are more dangerous, and this is an issue that it, that would be that. more respectful. You know how much respect. If yeah. we come with honest dialogue, hey man, I'm sorry. Yo, I wish there was a way for that kid not to have died. I'm, Let's figure I, out a way. Goes, hey, let me tell you something, man. I have this fear of black people. Da da da. Black people would be like, you know what? We're gonna change that. We're gonna help change your mind, dude. It's the it's the dishonesty. 
that pisses us off. It's just like with Black History Month, which is coming up. Lord have mercy. It's coming up. When you have hidden shit from us and you make it look like black people never contributed, we were never scientists, we're never doctors, lawyers, and you tell us in one month. Yeah. That what? Why do you think we're mad? You act Uh like, you know, when you make Jesus white. When you make when you make Jesus white, that's yeah. a crazy thing. It was an Arab make, guy that made him white. It was fucking dark. You're not in the sun. And anytime I hear sandals in the Bible, I go, "It's hot out there." Yeah, sandals are being worn. Yeah, the motherfucker is not white. <laughs> there were no whites there. I played baseball, and there were no my white there. my white baseball my teammates they got burned. I didn't. My my Latin black people really don't burn, huh? No. They just darken up a little. But they just do this. They, you know how the weatherman, you know the weatherman, will go make sure you use the sun rays, even for people of color. No, don't say that. Don't be mad. Just say whites. <laughs> yeah. Don't be upset. I don't need that shit. Especially if you're fair skinned. Because they'll Especially. go like this. They'll go. No, you might need it. No, I don't. I'm an African. There's a reason why I'm dark. It's not a curse. It's because it's protection. Generations Equ- of getting used to the sun. Equatorial people. Yeah. We're equatorial people. Yeah. You're dark for a reason. It's protection. Because <laughs> you're around this the This planet is perfect. Yeah. This planet designs. Anthropology is perfect. Why are Asians have Asian eyes? Because of the wind and the cold to protect themselves. That's why the Inuits have that Asiatic look. Because they, from oh. the steps of Asia, they moved. That's why Native Americans have an Asiatic look. Yeah. They look exactly like Inuits. Mexicans look like Inuits. Because they moved from the steps of Asia all the way down to Alaska, all the way down to right, the right, Americas. Right, 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 right. They're Asiatic faces and they're flat faces from the wind. When I was in China, they were riding bikes in 20 degree weather. They don't give a shit. They were, but they, they're, 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 bot, they're, they're physically made. Their flat faces are made for the wind. Right. They're made for that territory. The like world- in Waterworld when they start growing fucking scales yeah. and, and webs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you the, need to adapt to this. The world, the planet is perfect right. in its design. Our shit is what is the entropy. Our racism is what's entropy. It's, it's, ent- it's, not, it's not really entropy. It's not really that much disorder because survival of the fittest is a natural thing. Because yeah. monkeys do that shit. There's a primates. They battle for territory. Yeah. That's almost a natural thing. And that's not no racism shit because monkeys and other animals fight for territory. There's like right. alpha males and that's a That's territory. Thing. That's over. That's territory area shit. to live. But almost like race is almost like. This isn't about territory though. It's, you know, it's all about like greed and I want to have this. And yeah. sometimes racism is what you use to keep what you want. To keep what you want is the excuse. So I guess the not ability there's, anymore. There's it's no more just race, right, right, right. not ability. Because sports is a perfect example. Because whites didn't want us to play, but then they they were like, "Well, we, Make we the game better." Yeah, the game is way better, and they. But with with entertainment, they can actually go. They can still use that bullshit. They can say, "Well, it's about the people ticket sales." So what and that's a that's a crock of shit. That's a crock of shit. Wesley Snipes is huge. You know what Nikki oh, Glaser did for her show? She did a pilot for Comedy Central. Oh, she did. She was yeah, talking she about did my, fly- my Everybody friend. has a pilot. Yeah, Shit. I know. My I friend know. wrote for it, Benji. And um, I was like, oh, how was it? She was like, oh, it was great. I was like, and they were talking about that and some other Jewish girl who wrote. I was like, you know what you should do for packets? I've had this thought. But she goes, we did it. Took the names, took the cover page off all those packets. Really? And we just read them. We have no idea who, what gender, what race, what their name is. We just read the packets. We picked our top 25 packets. And then we called them in for interviews. Wow, great. Where it's like, yeah, because especially for writing, this should have nothing, nothing to do art, with race. Art's a very gender-based uh, scene. It should have nothing to do with it. It shouldn't. 
It's sick. It's disgusting. You just look at it and just like, it's, here's the joke. That's it. Yeah. Period. Fuck. Even if you get surprised when they walk in a room and go, oh, okay. Oh, really? I've been on the phone where people talk to me on the phone and they meet me. They go, oh, shit. Uh-huh. I go, that's okay. You didn't, they didn't hear the black cadence at yeah. all. And so the prejudice means something, this must be a white person because he's too smart. But, and, and, and articulate. And sometimes I'll throw in black slang so they'll know, oh, he's an articulate black dude. I'll go, yeah, dude. Come on, man. Right. I'll do that on purpose. So they go, okay, he's an articulate oh, no, black I know dude. How to put him in. He won't be super surprised when they right. come and see me. He'll say, oh, he's an articulate black dude. And then when I talk to cops, every time I talk to police, let's say they stop me for something, they, there's a calming to them because my voice, they're going, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I don't. I'm not like, yo, man. What the fuck. The problem is when you're look when you're for the cop's point of view. If I want to give them an out at all, when you're driving past somebody, you can't see your voice. Right. They can't see nothing. Yeah. So they stop, and so that's why I'm like this. Hey, uh, is what happened? Is anything happened? And then they go, oh shit, this guy's all right because they. I see them at first. They're like, and then yeah. they're like, oh, now this, they're normal. This isn't a fight. The other day, not about a couple weeks ago, I was stopped because I think it was my something was like my light or something, and so. The cops came up. Yeah, it was like three cops, and they they were looking at my face, you know. And I was like, "Hey, what's the what's the problem?" Blah blah blah. And they were like, "Wait, holy shit, it's Godfrey, man, what's up, <laughs> yo, man?" And then nine cops. I'm standing around making them all laugh because they know you're not the not a problem, right? It's weird. It's weird. But you know, everyone, but I'm still everyone, a black man. Everyone though. should get that right. You shouldn't get that first part of it with like, right. "Hey, what are you? What's up?" You shouldn't right. get that. But first I'm still part. a black man, right. and I never forget that. Because, you know, after I finished and I dropped the microphone, I'm still, you know, I'm still an apt statistic, you know? Right, right. You never know. Unless I walk around with a microphone, be like, hey, guys. <laughs> I wish I had a comedy uniform. <laughs> all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? What's up, cops? Yeah. I'm a comic, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wish brothers can walk around in football helmets all day <laughs> and basketball uniforms. We'd be like, hey, we're okay, right? We're, don't we're not worry. doing anything. We're not we're causing anything. any trouble. <laughs> we're just, we're playing, not causing any we're just trouble. playing Pop Warner football. I'm coming up with my black man survival guide. Yeah, that's what you should do. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I, I, I'm not really? a, yeah, I'm not a an, book. I'm not an awesome, awesome writer, writer, but I'm trying to. Include some pictures, though. You can yeah. just have that. That's what I'm the doing. A picture of, a, a, yeah. of you walking with yeah, the football stuff. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then just have a little article on it. I'm doing it. Little two paragraphs. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. You can write 100 pages on that. Fuck yeah, Black Man Survival Guide. That's yeah. a good idea. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> a, okay, oh, can okay. we talk about teas next time? Yeah, that'll next be time. My so that will have a. Second. That'll be my excuse to come back. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So that's what I was saying. Like, so I went want to do fighting. Once I realized, like, oh, there's another good topic. Yeah, I have to fight myself to be like, don't try to pigeonhole it into the first did topic. Fighting, fighting as in martial arts. No, just the way Fitzsimmons gets to bar fights and just fucking That's won't so let awesome. anybody just... Good for him. No, I love no, he's an animal. Greg's just nuts. Just let shit go. Greg's nuts. He's, he's Irish. Nuts. He's That's, fucking... Yeah. And he's sarcastic as fuck. Yeah. I love Greg. Greg, you know, Greg Fitzsimmons is one of my biggest fans as much as really? he... Yeah, because he goes... And, you know, I heard... I, some people were, that, that did, his, did his podcast said, yo, you know, Greg brought you up and he goes... He goes, one thing I can't, it's one thing that's really baffling the fuck out of me yeah. is Godfrey not being more famous. Oh. They're like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck's going on? I go, maybe people, maybe I did something wrong with people. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't think I did anything wrong. Also, at some point, it's like, who cares? You're making a living. 
What's more famous? Yeah, that's right. You're right. But you know, when somebody like Kevin Hart blows up, I then know. all everybody judges. I know you, you get jealous, but Kevin Hart. No, can't... it's not jealous. It's just you get judged by his fame. Oh right. Why aren't you like, doing? Because I'm a totally. You set the line there. It's like, well, that's what's possible. But I'm possible. such a different guy than mm-hmm. Kevin. I'm like, I, Kevin's doing what he's doing. I, I want. You don't want do that. You don't want. To, you don't want not being able to stand on McDougall Street and just look at people. He can't do that anymore. Right. He literally can't yeah. do basic things like that. Yeah, it's true. I was with Rogan once, and and I was with Nick Yusuf once in Vegas. That's where I usually go to. Yeah, you want some of that? Yeah, I'm sorry. There's yeah. snacks here. Take whatever you want there. That's all really? fucking gifts from. Uh, yeah, I love lawyers. <laughs> I love those bags. Lawyers. Yeah. Oh, what? It's, that's from Cohen Gardner to you. Thanks. <laughs> I have um ha- um halfits, halfits, and those are my lawyers. Jewish guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta have Jews. What the? Want yeah, some Jews white wine? Give want some you... white wine? Where? Where? There's a bottle of white wine. I'll take that shit. Okay. We drink wine, man. I'm getting good at wines. Really? Now, I'm starting to drink some darks. I'm getting some. I'm a Riesling guy. Oh, nice. I like Riesling. And I'm getting I'm the um, Pinot Noirs. It depends. Yeah, on yeah. Give me Pinot Noirs. Malbec. That's the new shit. Malbec's a It can be disgusting, but <laughs> but I'm not a wine connoisseur at no, all. No, me neither. I just like, well, this is good. I don't. Right. If it goes down, I go, this is pretty smooth. Yeah. I won't even say like sharp, like even different like cabs and whatever. Like, yeah, I don't say cab. Like, I'm like. Um, Cabernet, like, is that so dry for you? I'm like, oh, is that the dry one? I don't know. I, I, I don't know shit. Yeah. My girl knows the grapes. She yeah. knows the, the the vine. She knows the season. Wow. She took a class too. She took in Rutgers. She took that. She went wine to finishing class. school. That's great. She did you finishing know. school. I know. Isn't that ain't it a bitch? Finishing school. Why even go if you're finished? I don't fucking. <laughs> know. I don't know. That was corny. I went. Godfrey. There. Yo, where, this was awesome. Where can people find you? Dude, uh, GodfreyComedian.com, Godfrey Comedian on my Twitter. Godfrey Comedian is a Twitter? Yeah, Godfrey okay. Comedian is my Twitter. Godfrey Comic, which is stupid because someone took my name. Godfrey Comic is my Instagram. And you can look at uh, my website to see where I'm going to be at when I update it, right? See where I'm going to be at, you know? In New York, you know, comedy seller, whatever. You're the, the seller all the time. Um, pretty much. Where else do you go up? On um, the stand. Stand, oh, yeah, stand of stand New York. Lot. We're at the same kind of spots, yeah. so... It's it, this was cool, man. Yeah, I finally SD, did this SD. shit. Oh yeah, very nice. Because I always hear you. about skeptic take. I'm like, fuck, man. You know what? A lot of times people are like, oh, you're not having me on. I'm like, it's not that I'm not having you on. I just don't think of it. All I, I did was throw. I just threw it out there, and uh-huh. I just wanted to see. I know, Ari, you're always like fucking like doing your thing, and I said I'd love to do it sometime. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. That's all. Let me think of a topic. Let's think of a topic. I don't. I know comics. Comics. Our brains are so we're wired a certain way. And I just go, hey, I'd love to do it. I just heard about it. Zach used to run around. Galifianakis used to yeah. run. He was ahead of me. Yeah. By about probably seven, eight years. Yeah. So when I started in LA, he was already uh, uh, yeah. not as big as he is now, right. but like in, you know. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, he's fucking so rude to me. Never says hi. Never says anything. Yeah. And then outside this one, this alley nice show guy. once, yeah, I was like, you know what I realized? Right. I've never said hi to him either. Right. <laughs> like, I'm judging him because he's a more well-known guy. Right. And then I was like, oh, hey, man, we were all outside yeah. talking. And I was like, I'm, I'm Ari. I'm a comic. So I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And then from then on. He's like, hey, Ari, how you been? Hey, yeah. Like, from then on. It's awkward, man. Right? Yeah. You, you just put money. it out there a little bit. So you don't go, you don't push. You don't be like, come on, man, what the fuck? Put me on. No. Just like, oh, I'd love to do that sometime. Yeah. And we came up with a T as a topic. Now we have a second one ready to go. And if and if if I, if I know you really well, yeah, then I'll go. What the fuck, man? Oh yeah, when you know like people, that. it's easier. Yeah, like Mark Marin. Come on, put me on a show. What's up? I know Mark a long time. I go, Mark, what the fuck, man? When I'm gonna do your shit? <laughs> Yo, okay, dude. <laughs> you don't I even have Mark to though. You can be like, hey, Mark, can I, I, you know, I'll be in L.A. Let me do. Yeah, it. I, he says, yeah, come on. I said, I, and I, it's, I'm jokingly doing it. Yeah. 
When I yeah, did yeah, the champs, yeah. I did the champs. Yeah, you ever oh, do champs? No, well, it's all black, black comics. Black. And I couldn't believe it because Judah goes, "Do the champs? They they just have all black comedians." I go, "What?" Moshe, Moshe and Moshe I, and I did it, and everybody loves it. My my episode was awesome. Like even um, Questlove was like, "Dude, you had one of the really? best episodes," and I was like. You know, because Neil and Moshe was like, yeah, because all these podcasts are rotating the same white guys. Yeah. They're not talking to any black dudes. And I go. Yeah. And then they get Rock and they get fucking uh, Blake Griffin. And and I go, why aren't you rotating black comics, first of all? Well, here's why. No, just, yeah, just let me know. It's L.A. It's a very segregated comedy scene. It's very separate. You're right. So it's like you don't even run with those people. Yeah, that's true. You just don't run with them. You're right. You, 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 yeah, it's normal. It's like a pickup basket. It's like when they said uh, with Seinfeld, oh, you don't have any black people riding cars with. It's like, well, those are my friends. Blame the club bookers of when I was coming up. That's who you should blame. Not me, who was making the lineup. George when Wallace, I was... right? Yeah. yeah. He had some. He had the that's ones his, that were that's around. His boys, yeah. yeah. And he had Rock, right. who he's friends with. That's right. And he goes, what do you want him to do? <laughs> go, go research who the funny black comic It's like, that's not his job. He's just get interviewing his friends. That's so true. Yes, you can't blame. Yeah. Seinfeld's very nice to me. Always nice to me. Yeah, Always a- nice. Gave me advice for an hour. Really, dude? Saw me do a joke when I got off. I, I just came, I had just come back from Egypt. Yeah. For the two thousand when that Y two K, I went. Came back, did this whole thing on a camel ride that I refused to do. Yeah. I, I, they were like, "You want a horse or a camel?" I was like, "I ain't doing a camel." He saw me do that, and then after he stopped me and just said, "Hey, I've been wanting to talk to you." And he just, I've been wanting to talk to you. And just sat down with me. Jim Norton saw the whole thing, and Jim was mad the whole time, going, Ugh, "Why is he talking to me? Why are you? Uh, you stink!" You know, he was like, "Why was he talking to you? I really want to interrupt you, you stupid, eager beaver." <laughs> and so I sat there, and Seinfeld's just give me advice. He even told me, like, and I always repeat this. He always said, and and I was I was in my like eighth or ninth year of comedy. And I was just going to start headlining. He goes, how long have you been doing comedy? And I was all like, yeah, about like about nine, eight, nine years. He goes, okay, that's kindergarten. He goes, you nine are years not. when you start to get level of proficiency where you're like, I know how to do this now, but not enough where you're he was like, like, you're, you're an eight-year-old. Yeah. When you get to about 10, when you're 10 years, that's when you go, okay, I get it. And ever since then, I go, that's what keeps you fucking, keeps you in your perspective. Yeah. You're an eight-year-old. Now I'm an 18-year-old in comedy. Right. 18 years? Yeah. 18 years, how long are you? 15, 12? 15. 15, good, see? We're teenagers I had still. that same talk with Louie when I was about nine years. Mm. Just a nice long talk in Montreal, mm. walking from one venue to another, mm. and it was like really broke down everything, mm. treated treat me like an equal, and just like, let me mm. tell you some of my theories. And mm. Yeah. Super helpful. Good shit, right? Yeah. I, I got the best from the best. I, mm. I, when I worked for Cosby, oh, yeah. I was a warm-up for night in 97. I warmed up. Mike Epps was my roommate. Queens, New York. Long Island City. Oh, really? You live with Mike up. Epps? Fucked up apartment. I had a fucked up apartment. This was in Long Island City before it got expensive. All oh, right, I, I lived now. by the. I lived by a really small donut shop that had the best donuts I've ever eaten in my life, and called? there were prostitutes selling ass right around the corner. Oh, great, perfect. Yeah, great. After, after, it was all like Puerto sex. Rican, Polish. It was a weird neighborhood. And Mike Epps was my roommate. I got a job warming up the Cosby Show, the last Cosby Show, the CBS one. Uh huh. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. I met Red Buttons. I met. You met Dougie Fresh. Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. So I met, and Cosby gave me advice. What? I walked into his office. This is when his son was murdered oh, that yeah. year. I was there. So I walked into his office. Week later, 
He does a whole stand-up routine about his son's burial. It was brilliant. Oh. Bad mo- man, Cosby's a shit. I walk in. And I say, hey, Dr. Cosby, I just want to ask him, you know, some advice. You know, I've been doing comedy like four years, you know, yeah. five years. And all he said, he gave me advice, man. He goes, and he had a cigar. It was Cosby. As he goes, you see, you got to put your ideas on the paper, man. You got to writing. Writing is important. Well, he was doing it. But you don't it. do that. You write on stage. What? But you don't do that. You write on stage. Right. He goes, writing on the paper. And I go, well, I put bulletproof. I, I put bullet points. That's just how I do it. Yeah. Bullet points. And then I work it out. Talk it out. He goes, but every, you got to put it down on the paper. Writing. You got to keep writing every day. Boom. And then he said, show business. He goes, always remember show business. He goes, what's the bigger word? I go, business. He goes, remember that. Uh-huh. Business is the bigger word. He goes, it's show me the business. Remember that shit. That's what he told me. Yeah. I know. I'm all about the art. Or it's just like the business like is me. like you should like almost die. Hopefully it works out, but that's not important. You're like me. Let's go broke I'm, and do what you want. Bukowski. My girl's like, you got to learn that business. I go, well, obviously, because they're not hiring talent. Yeah. But that's what Bukowski said. He, was, he wouldn't do, he wouldn't do uh, poetry reads because he was like, you're not supposed to fucking hear it once. You're not supposed to hear a poem once. You're supposed to read it to 150 times. And that's right. when you understand it right because all my colleagues they'll go do the take the money and they'll go to the poetry reads in colleges and take a bunch of cash to do these reads and he goes he goes i won't do them and he wow. goes and he goes yeah they have cars and they have houses but they'll never have my balls and they'll all fucking be jealous because they never have my fucking balls really yeah damn yeah it's not about the it's not about the business I disagree with Bill Cosby. Damn, That's two but, things now I disagree with him on. you want to pay rent, though. I know. You do want to pay rent. It's nice when you're paying rent. And but it's I like, still, and it, I don't, you have to lose your integrity and get paid for... You want to be able to get paid for what the fuck you do. For what you, you want do. to do. Yeah, exactly. That's our dream. Bill that, Burr is not is not paying rent because he's selling out. Fuck he's like, no. People, more people come to see me. Do this my shit thing. has been a slow burn, and he finally... Yeah. This is a slow burn. Now, if you're starving to death, sure, take a job. But now, lately, I've been getting mad at comics... Good comics? I'm like, why are you on that shitty TBS show? Why are you doing that? You ain't Mm. starving to death. Mm. Why are you? you, If it's a drama, sure, go for it. TBS show. I wonder what you're talking about. You were specific. But it's like, you shouldn't (laughs) do this. You shouldn't do this. You said TBS. Hold on, pause. (laughs) And he's better than that. (laughs) And I don't want them to do that. I'm like, and unless you're starving, fucking stop it. I get it. You don't want to fail out. Failing out's the worst thing because then you then you won't be in comedy at all. But if you're doing okay, yeah, don't. I mean, I've been offered. I remember this lady. Not gonna mention name. It'd be worth the sixty grand a year, right? Sixty grand a week. Wow. If you're making forty five thousand a year, there's no reason to take five million a year if it means not doing what you're what you want to do. Funny wise. God, I could get my house fixed right. No. Yeah, there's all those things. But But all you've got is comedy. I refuse some. Some roles where they go, this role he's kind of gay. I go, I'm good. I would refuse oh, it. Right. And I'll go, why don't you give it to an actual gay actor who needs work? Right. If it's you too know? corny, you're like, oh, it's I can't. It's too corny and buffoonish. I'm like, no, I'm good. Gaffigan's last pilot was just like not written good. Dude, he, there was a, I read for that. Yeah, it they were looking African- for every, every comic in the country they were looking for. Every comic. They were the Jewish best friend comic. Um and here's the deal. When they were like, you want to read for the Gaffigan pilot? I was like, fuck yes. Of course. Are you kidding me? Of course. And then I read it. I'm like, oh, am I allowed to tell my agent that I no longer want to do this? Am I going to get in trouble? My manager was like, just have fun. I went, I went, in, I went in because I know Gaffigan and right. I want to do that, him that favor. Yeah. 
Because he remembered. Because when I saw him in Montreal, he was like, yeah, you did a good read for that, uh, for the African guy. The guy was African, and I didn't get it. Uh, he was Nigerian, and I didn't even get it. <laughs> and for the Jewish comic, they didn't even give it to the comic. They gave it to some non-comic. They gave it to a Hebrew hammer. Because <laughs> no comic could do those fucking corny lines. Right. No, no comic could say manscaping and actually pretend like that's a legit joke. Oh, Yeah, there's integrity, man. I changed all the lines. The casting director was like, that was good, but you didn't do any of the lines. And I was like, yeah, I can't. But can we put it down this way? Because I think I did it a funnier and more interesting oh, way. Oh, shit. She was like, uh, what do you mean? I was like, look, if you're looking for that, that's fine. You'll get, but I'm gonna, I want to give them a different option. Mm. Right. So let's do it this way. And I started, I did the next two lines. She goes, no, stop. I'm deleting all this. We're not doing this. Oh, fuck. I was like, okay, that's fine. But I can't do that. Right. If you're asking somebody to juggle, I don't know how to juggle. Well, I'm so uncomfortable. So, I what, okay. What are these lines? No wonder I can't memorize them because they're not natural. Right. But that only comes from a place of like, I can make enough money doing comedy. Mm, yeah. So I don't need to play the game. Yeah. 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 You're in that same position too. That's why you're not famous because you don't need to play the game. Is that what it is? Yeah. When you took the seven up ads, you sort well, of needed to play the game. Well, yeah, and those but, weren't even bad. But, That's not even. Commercials are. I yeah. love commercials. It's a bad I, example. Those are funny. Right. Those, were, those, those are okay. Commercials are what they are. They're quirky. Yeah. You're going to bite a sandwich and go, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, if you're doing CSI Miami, that's fine. That's I not your comedy. That. That's not what you base your whole artistic persona on. Right. It's comedy. What boy doesn't want to be a cop? Yeah. I'd love to be a cop. Yeah, sure. That's not going against your. Shit, even Ice T's like, I hate cops, but I'm gonna play a cop. It's fucking cool. Yeah, because I'm a man. I'm a boy, and I like cops and robbers. Yeah. I grew up loving cops and robbers. I want to be a superhero. I love to be a superhero. Anthony Mackie, you know how I know I know Anthony Mackie. Who's Anthony Mackie? Vic Dude, Mackie? Hurt Locker, the black oh, kid right. from Hurt Locker. That yeah. fucker played Captain America's sidekick, that Falcon shit guy. Oh, yeah, I gave Dude, up. He Captain went America to Juilliard. I fucking know Anthony. Juilliard. You know, what I love saying. Black people outside um, some studio playing basketball, but badly. Like they look like old Jewish men the way they don't know how to dribble. And it's like, oh, you're practicing for a part. Like you're trying to like that's learn right. how to be natural because you're Juilliard people. That's you're hilarious. more of a ballet dancer than a fucking that's sports really person. Funny. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, man. I want to be able to do that. You know, it's almost like this business almost like it's about crushing your dreams almost. <laughs> yeah. They're into crushing your dreams. Like, but they're not. That's just been put on us. What they want is, hey, you've been a professional comic for 18 years. Yeah. You must know comedy. Can you, bring, can you tell us what it is? Is that what they're trying to yes. do? Really? They make these setups to make it seem like that's not what they want, but that's, they're an expert on comedy. They want you to bring your expertise really? to any role. Absolutely. They want really? you to bring your expertise. The same way as if they hired that guy who was uh, the drill sergeant in, in like every movie. Right. That's they're true. like, well, you know this shit, so you tell us what's real. Really? Absolutely. I always think they're trying to hinder me. Because they don't know, because they're like, oh, it should look something like this. But they don't understand. When, in commercials, I did a lot of commercials. Right. In commercials, they're like, don't be funny. Just play the part. I tell all my comic friends, they're not talking to us. They're talking to actors who are corny. They're right. not talking to us. Right. Because for us to be funny, we'll give them something funny. Oh, my God. We sh- are supposed to try to be funny. I, and, and in some auditions, I will murder. Man. Yeah. I, I, and then I don't get it. And they go, I go, wow. I would, and I'll make the lines funny. I go, Sometimes okay. it's down to a look or whatever. No, I know that. Yeah, I don't Commercial. even know. It's all numbers game. But like, yeah, they want, they're like, you're an expert on funny. So definitely bring that expertise. Really? Absolutely. That's how I feel. That they won't set it up like that. They won't say it because they're like, well, we want the project to be the best we can. Mm-hmm. They're not in the business of going, oh, we trust you. Just do your thing. But at a certain point, they do. Right. 
At a certain point, they're like, yeah, sure, Zach. They'll let Zach do whatever he wants. They'll let Ken Jeong play the roles however he wants. You know what's funny is when you're, you're in, oh, my God, all, all of a sudden your, your Instagram pictures are better now. Your, 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 your arms around Matt Damon all of a sudden. Yeah. When, you're, when you're a little successful, all of a sudden, here's my buddy, whatever, getting ready for her, blah, blah, blah. It's like white people you never knew you would hang out with. Yeah. All of a sudden, when you're in... And then when you're not in, because we're like at that, you know, when you're not in, everyone's like, who are you? Like, we know you, but so. But then when you get in, they're like, yo, what's up? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's why I hate a little too. It's like, oh, you're so funny. I'm like, I was just as funny last year. I'm slightly funnier than I was last year. Yeah. But slightly. Yeah. And you wouldn't give me the time of day last year? Right. But now, because TV said okay here or there, that I'm so, like, come I'm on, a, man. It's scary. I was doing these same. And I'm around, and I'm not, and I'm like in my head, will I be that woulda, coulda, shoulda, has been motherfucker? I go, no, because my comedy stays fresh, and I'm, right, right, right. I'm on yeah. my shit. I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a dude that always has material. Yeah. But I'm like afraid. I don't want to be the woulda, coulda, shoulda motherfucker, you know? I'm scared. Bob Marley lives in a fucking the comic Bob Marley millionaire lives in Maine has a great life and he puts out a new hour every year or two Mm -hmm. you know so he's he's creatively like like he's out there doing stuff he's fulfilled as an artist good for him man and he didn't he couldn't get a show to and that's it shouldn't be about the show it shouldn't be he's doing it he's doing it that's true Gabriel is doing it right now maybe he's on a show now but it's like that's nothing he's doing it he's doing his jokes and he's making money at doing jokes that's it that's it Russell Peters. Yeah, sure. That's They're it. They're making millions too. Good Russell Peters it. in the back of the store once, and somebody he he said the word TV or something, like, and somebody didn't hear him. He goes, and they're like, "What?" And so he goes, "Oh, that thing that won't have me on," you know. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, you're you're upset about it," but it's like, of course, we all jealous of where you are, but you don't like get the acceptance of television. Yeah, yeah, he's doing great. I mean, thank God for being Indian, huh? <laughs> I'm going front. Fuck it's more than that, but yeah. No, but it's it is yeah. no it's but no it that's the majority of it. <laughs> I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not saying Russell ain't a good comic. He just it's just, but it's the truth. He told me it's what takes it you happened from by accident. A level headliner to a to a state. It happened by accident. He had yeah. kids on the internet. They were sending yeah. his shit around. There's yeah. a lot of Indian kids on the planet. Good yeah. for him. Black people ain't coming Asian from kids me. In general, Nigerians ain't coming to see me like that. Yeah, they were underrepresented too. So he gave them a representation. Oh, of, what of a wonderful timing for that guy! Good job. Fuck, yeah. Africans ain't coming to see me. They do, but they ain't coming like that. Yeah, because they've seen a lot of other funny people, you know. And it, you know, yeah, exactly. That was an untapped market. Untapped. Oh, I need to get the brown you know, market. Damn it! Maybe Eskimos may need a comment. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> you can't Eskimos, Eskimos, Eskimos may. I don't know. They might. The Inuit. I'm, I'm a, a one eighth Inuit. I'm a one eighth Inuit. I, no, I'll just use black jokes and turn into Inuit shit. You ever oh, yeah. hate when your igloo don't have no heat? <laughs> that shit is crazy. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Inuit bitches be tripping, right? <laughs> Always yelling and shit. You know, I cannot stand flat booty Inuits. That shit is the worst. Crazy shit out there, huh? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <gasps> I knew that was oh, going to happen. Oh, shit. You, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, all over that thing. I knew it was going to happen with the you court. Well, oh. I saw it before. Damn, why didn't you is, say something, man? I don't know. I, did, I thought maybe it wouldn't happen. No, it did. That's yeah, all right. I spilled water in it. On a, inside on a, 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 a
Uh, it's the um, strip cord. Extension cord, strip cord. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably worth us for a little while. No, I, I think it'll still work. Yeah, we'll see. The light, I don't think it went in. Yeah, we'll see if it Oh, shit. Up. Sorry. Don't Came worry about it. fucking shit up already. It's yeah. all right. Well, listen. Yo, this was great. Godfrey, I appreciate it. The tea, I want to come back. Yeah, we'll do the Cause tea. Because I, I was prepared to. I had I took pictures of all my, really? in my cabinets just in case. But we went off on a tangent, which is great. Tangent's fine. That just, that's another excuse so to come back. all about race. That's fine. Uh, thanks a lot, man. GodfreyComedian.com. Yes. GodfreyComedian.com. Yes. Twitter, too. That's it. Twitter, too. All right. Right on, God damn it. Okay, man. All Peace. Right. Thanks. Later. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Because I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. dog has a cut okay i took his collar off because it seems like he has a little cut right under his neck where the, where the collar would be hitting his his neck by the way this dog's an asshole when he sees other little dogs i take him on walks how do you get a dog to not be an asshole around other dogs i like try to hold his hold his neck down and be like no no after he does that but like first you gotta yank him away when they don't wag their dog when they don't wag their tails you could tell he's not they're not like in a in a friendly let me meet you mood they just stand there tail still and just stare and the other owner's like oh is your dog friendly i'm like it doesn't look like he is it really doesn't look like he is friendly just like middle size to lower level dogs anything big he's cool with this big dog is a cunt it sucks and then you have to cross the street you see a dog coming you got to cross the street because you know this bitch is going to start a little fucking fight don't be an asshole so I took his collar off because I'm yanking on it to pull him away from attacking a dog. And I think he got a little wound. I put, per, um, not peroxide, I put um, something with a P. You know, that, 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 that gel you put on cuts to make them heal faster. Per, not peroxide. Yeah, whatever it is. Can you do that? I put it on him. Can you do that on a dog? Well, we'll see if it heals or not. <sighs> it's nice when they lay on you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the episode. Thank you, Godfrey, for coming in to my apartment in New York that Benji is now living in. Um, don't forget to tune into my uh, storyteller show. Set your DVRs Thursday nights, 1230. Oh, this week, me, Bobby Lee, Keegan Michael Key from Mad TV. No, and Key and Peel. He's on Key and Peel. He's Key. He's Key from Key and Peel. One of three non comedians we got to do it. Um, and he did a good story about a crackhead that you guys will enjoy. Uh, and my special on demand and at rashafir.com. And you can see all my tour dates there too. Uh, I think we just added Grand Rapids, Michigan for like way later, like September or some shit. But uh, this week coming up, or next week, excuse me, is Denver. This week I got nothing. This week I'm in L.A., but um, Denver next week. 
All right, let's start the episode. I also got Portland and Brea and Seattle all coming up. Seattle's early uh, February, so got tickets already. I guess it's like two weeks out. Race is an interesting subject. It's it's an electric subject in America. In 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 uh, England, the London gigs I did, it, it's kind of like embarrassing when you bring up race. They're like, "What what are you doing? Nobody gives a shit about that." Or their race is based not on black and white, but on um, uh, like Pakistani or Arab. Ew, don't put your fucking butt in my face, dude. Come on. Um, go, come on, go down, go down, go down. Enough, enough is enough. Oh, right back up, huh? Little spank. You're a scamp, man. You're a fucking scamp. Oh, maybe Duncan will take this dog when he's gone. He won fucking homeless ass Josh Martin to stay here while I'm gone. But he's like, he's disgusting. You're gonna have to wash all your sheets as soon as you're gone. Ew, I don't want that. Wasn't part of the deal, Benji. That wasn't part of the fucking deal. Maybe I'll give it to Duncan. Let him play with Mayor McCutie or whatever the fuck his name's dog is. All right, you guys, that's the episode. Um. Here's what I would wish for you guys. Have these discussions with your friends. Have a non-attacky discussion like we had here with your friends. With your black friends, with your Latino friends, with your Asian friends. Have discussions. Like, well, what, what is the problem with right? Like, And don't get in like, well, you don't think it's a problem? Don't get like that. Don't get attacky. When you say like, what is the problem? Have them go like, well, the problem is, you know, I don't want to be pulled over when I'm driving just because I'm driving a nice car. I'm late to a movie. You know, a cop catches a black man's eye and he pulls him over. And I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy that. And so like, does that really happen? You go, yeah, man, it's happened a few times. It's, other times it's not happened. But just have those discussions without attacking. Once you attack, once you start acting like you're better than everybody because of your pain and how dare they not know your pain, then they'll never know your pain. And they can't fix it. They can't help fix it. So have a non-judgmental discussion with all your friends. Just, let's just get together and fucking talk about it. Because everyone has a... I mean, Godfrey's just one guy. He's just one dude. So there's tons of different experiences. Find out what they are. You know, it's easy to be like, no, race problems are overrated. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. Even if that's true, it doesn't mean they don't exist. And my friend Darren, he's from Jamaica. His father was the Jamaican ambassador for a while. And so he went to school with me. And we, we lived in the, the Dorchester uh, dorm at University of Maryland. It was called the International Dorm back then. And I got locked out of housing because my grades were so bad in high school that even after a year, even two years after yeshiva, so I went to yeshiva for two years, then a year at Univ- yeshiva university, even after that, they were waitlisted me. By the time I got in, they, all the housing was locked out. So the only thing that was left open was this international housing. And they're like, do you have any international connection? I was like, yeah, I lived in Israel for two years. Like, write an essay. You can get in. So I did. And I met a lot of really interesting, cool people. And one of them is Darren. And he was Jamaican. So he wasn't raised in America. He was a black man who's not raised in America. Barely had an accent. Unless he was trying to fuck women. And then he had a major accent. And what he said is, yeah. There's some race problems, but what he sees a lot of is um, people complaining about race. Where they go, I didn't get that job because I was a black man. And then he'll be like, do you know who did get the job? And they'll go, no, who got it? And he'll go, a black man. And he's like, work on your resume. He goes, I did see a lot of racism, but I did see also a lot of complaining about racism. But the problem is when you're met with a lot of racism, maybe you don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just saying have these discussions. Have a lot of these discussions. Maybe we can sort of 
get to the, some of the root of it. I, I don't know. But it's an issue. I mean, there's clearly a race divide in this country. That's pretty clear. There's no utopia. It's not like everyone's walking around being equal. I, I, I don't know. It's such a tricky fucking subject. I don't know. Anyway, and I know I'm the amazing racist. I know that. But at the same time, that's ironic, you guys. I make jokes. I make jokes. And then sometimes I'm serious. Sometimes they're based on like serious feelings. Like the racism joke for my special. But generally, I'm like, you know, when I, like when I was on Getting Dug With High and, and they, were, they were like, what's the, what's the race you're nicest to? And then we started talking about what's the race you should be meanest to. And then we brought up Armenians. And I'm like, Armenians will, you know what they'll always do? They'll always apologize when they're wrong. And Doug Benson and Adam Carolla were like, really? And I was like, no, Armenians never apologize when they're wrong. And that one, I'll stand by. But it's a generalization. I'm sure there are some Armenians that will apologize. Sam Tripoli, not one of those Armenians. He will never apologize when he's wrong. When he's wrong, he'll blame it. He'll be like, well, you do bad things too. <laughs> you won't even, that's, the, that's, what, that's when you know somebody refused to say I'm sorry when they attack you when they realize they're wrong. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, like, well, you're wrong too, as they're like, that's how you justify being wrong, being an asshole? The best example of that, I saw these Armenian guys, and sure, they could have been Persian, but they're equally gross. Um, they're the worst of the whites. And uh, I saw this guy berating a meter maid. What the fuck? I was here gone for two minutes. Dude, you fucking, you barely got over and you're fucking taking me this bullshit. Just screaming at her, this black lady meter maid. And she's like, sir, sir, calm down. And he kept yelling at her, you're fucking, you don't do your job right. I was over by 10 seconds, whatever it was, just screaming at her. Me and Joey Diaz are watching this on the fucking, on Hollywood Boulevard somewhere. We're eating a sandwich. It was years ago. And, uh, and eventually she, she got him to calm down. She got him to stop berating her. And she goes, sir, I just reported for duty. I didn't ticket your car. It was someone else. I just got on shift. Now, here's a guy who's screaming at a woman that he doesn't know, like berating her, like, you're a fucking idiot, you fucking piece of shit, like really just tuning her up the way I do with the TSA when I'm really going good. And then he found out it wasn't her who did the thing that he was mad at. It was not her. Now, does this Armenian apologize? No, he does not. And sure, it's not all Armenians, but this is one Armenian. He goes, yeah, but still... <laughs> but still what do, you, what do you mean but still <laughs> fucking piece of shit uh, so anyway yeah sometimes my racism is based on real truth and sometimes it's completely ironic I don't know what my point was there oh the point is though it doesn't mean that I'm not on the side of fucking making us all equals and letting us all fucking get over this shit and, and not having actions meet our thoughts and our words. You know, I don't want that. I don't want people fucking rounding up Armenians and murdering them all because they're such fucking assholes all the time. I don't want that. I just think they're more likely to be assholes. And honestly, guys, Arab in that culture, it's, it's a bargaining fucking berating culture. That's just part of it. I know it's not all of them, but that's culturally, that's where they come from. Semitic people. Jews are the same way. They, they fucking try to haggle you. I'm going to apologize for it. That's That's part of culture. So anyway, people are like, that's racist. I'm like, eh. it's culturalist, I guess, but it comes from like studying it. 
Anyway, sidetracked. Guys, 10-minute outro. Too long. Set your DVRs 12.30 every night uh, for the next eight weeks on Thursday nights. Slash Friday morning. No, not slash Friday morning. Thursday nights. Um, all right, you guys, and get my special and Zeo and Zeo and Zeo. Thanks, uh, Godfrey, one more time. Don't forget to follow him. Let him know how you felt about it. Because um, I'm sure he'll be interested. Maybe he'll go back and forth with you on Twitter. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Till next week. Next week, I get a good one, too. I think. I haven't done it yet, but I think we're going to have a good one. All right. Can you tell me why? Every time I step outside, I see my niggas die. I'm letting you know that it ain't no gun they make that can kill my soul. Oh, no. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is take the chains off. All we want to do is break the chains off. All we want to do is be free. All we want to do is be free. So now it's like the officer's pulling him inside the car. He's trying to pull away. And at no time the officer said that uh, he was going to do anything. Until he pulled out his weapon, his weapon was drawn, and he said, I'll shoot you, or I'm going to shoot. And in the same moment, the first shot went off. And we looked at him, he, he was shot, and it was blood coming from him, and we took off running. Are we all alone, fighting on our own? Please give me a chance, I don't want to dance, something's got me down. Stand my ground Don't just stand around Don't just stand around And as we took off running I ducked and hid for my life Because I was free for my life And I hid by the first car that I saw My friend, he kept running And he told me to keep running Because he feared for me too So as he was running The officer uh, was trying to get out of the car And once he got out the car He uh he pursued my friend, but his, his weapon was drawn. Now, he didn't see any weapon drawn at him or anything like that, us going for no weapon. His weapon was already drawn when he got out the car. He shot again, and once my friend felt that shot, he turned around and he put his hands in the earth, and he started to get down, but the officer still approached with his weapon drawn, and he fired several more shots, and my friend died. Oh,